big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 and we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. Buy or lease the hottest Samsung Galaxy smartphones and get a free 32-inch LED Samsung TV. Don't wait. Offer ends December 24th. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash free Samsung TV. Speed claim based on Sprint's analysis of average LTE download speeds using Nielsen and MP data. Actual download speeds may vary by location and device capability. Offer coverage not available everywhere or for discounted phones. Excludes taxes or charges warming and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid porting. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 savings to 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. TV after online rebate subject to terms. Are you ready? Welcome to Over a Cigar, the Internet's original cigar lounge. All right, we made it tonight. Uh, hello, so hello, scheduling hello. problems. We almost didn't have a show, but we're yep. pulling this one together. <laughs> so uh, tonight it's Coach and myself here uh, sitting in, and uh, I don't know, Graham may show up. Yeah, he's been having oh, really? uh, he's having a real difficult day at work, but uh, all chances are he's not going to make it. And Clive is uh, actually on tour with his uh, Magic Act right now, doing a whole Christmas tour thing. So, um, yeah, don't go see him. Yeah. No, actually, I've seen them numerous times. It's really a cool show. Yeah, really it is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, tonight we're smoking the. Uh, we got a little present uh, two days ago in the mail from Syndicato Cigars. We got their brand new Miami edition 2015 uh, cigar. It's not even on their website. These just wow. came out. So um, I you did know, not know that. Yeah. So uh, and, and you're new to Syndicato yes. completely too. Yes. Uh, I have. I got a gift from them last year. Unfortunately, they sent them to me. Um, I think it was either just as we ended the magazine or just as we ended the the, the show the one time. But uh, so uh, tonight we are the great pleasure of smoking these. And um, I reached out to uh, James Colucci, who is the president and CEO of uh, Syndicato Cigars, and he's going to be calling in about uh, 7:15 tonight. Uh, I'm going to interrupt him. He's at a, uh, a little Christmas party with some friends, and uh, he told us he'd take some time out to quick sneak out and give us a call and talk to us more about the uh, Syndicato Cigar Company and uh, the uh, Miami edition. So uh, we just fired these up, and uh, m- you know my take on it is like all the other ones I've had in the past, and uh, you know I had like four they'd sent me, and they were phenomenal. Hmm. Uh, construction is impeccable. The band is really classy. Oh yeah. Um, the draw is phenomenal. Um, and again, I had, I had a Maduro before this, but I'm getting a little spice right off the beginning. Are you? No, I didn't. Okay, then it's my palate. Though I have to. Okay, I wanted yeah. to cleanse it. So. Yeah, but, I'm not uh, so any spice Give me your two cents, Coach. I'm I I lit it up, and I'm getting. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, this is one of my favorite shapes, actually, to smoke. Like I I love the Figurado. Yeah, I'll say it's kind of a Figurado. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's a Figurado, a little different than some of the Figurados I've seen, but it's a Figurado. Yeah, it's a Figurado. Yeah, it's, it's a you know, narrow it's taper the, on the one end, the right, light, and a uh, the uh, open end on the yeah. on the other end that kind of tapers. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm 
I'm only what maybe about a quarter of an inch into it, but it's uh, getting actually a lot of sweetness. Um, yeah. Now that I cleanse my palate, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a little woody, a little woody. Yeah, um, you know, it doesn't have those uh, like the cocoa and coffee and all that stuff, but um, you know, a little leathery, woody um, flavor right now, and yeah. uh, it is sweet. Like I, I like the sweetness of it, not what I was expecting. It's a um, nice tight wrap too, but with a oh, an yeah. incredible draw. Yes. Uh, again, when I always compare draws, I always use Padron as my mm. as my exemplary. That's a big word for me. Exemplary um, <laughs> is yeah, exemplary draw. So I, I put this right there with the drone draw. Yeah, you know, this draw is like it's yeah, it's not um, it's not like you 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 don't have to try. You don't have to try. You know, you're not you're not sucking it in through a catheter. Yeah. But you're also not sucking in through a milkshake straw. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for all intents purposes, uh, right now, again, I'm quarter to half inch in with it. Also, mm-hmm. I'd have to say, I, I'd give this a ten out of ten right off the bat. So. I yeah. After the first couple of puffs, I was like, hmm, I got to get more of these. That's well, according to uh, their website, um, our friend uh, John, over the owner of Gooses, is a he carries Syndicato. So uh, okay, yeah, I have to talk to John soon anyway about us doing a show over there for the uh, the vapes. We're going to do a vape show mm-hmm. soon, uh, probably after the holidays. I mean, this is actually going to be our last show of 2015. That's because the next two shows are Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Right. So we'll. So. We'll just, there is no way I'm doing a New Year's Eve with you guys. No, well, I'm not drinking anymore. Well, so could you mean. imagine? Yeah, well. Uh, I actually, before I, I knew that you had uh, hung up the the drinking goggles, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, man, if I've got to do a New Year's Eve show with those jokers, that is going to be horrible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely well, horrible. <laughs> yeah, well, we've changed the show as we talked to, you know, yeah, a little bit. You know, last week, you know, the mm-hmm. show is. We've had the various you know, iterations of the show, and I think we've kind of honed it down to uh, a real comfortable, manageable. <laughs> yeah, a little more, little more grown up, maybe. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't go that far yet, but a little uh, bit, yeah, a, little, a little more, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, we're not fourteen. We went up to sixteen. So yeah, right, but, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, this is uh It's very good. I'm enjoying this cigar a lot. Um, you got. I gave you the write up that yeah. uh, they sent us with uh, with these cigars. So if you want to either read it or uh, uh, yeah, know, summarize no. it, that's yeah, I can kind of go through. Uh, we already talked about the shape. Um, it says that it's a Figurado shaped cigar, fifty two by almost seven. Um, it comes in a box of ten. Um, it is a shade grown uh, Jalapa Corojo wrapper. And um, as a double binder of, uh, that's interesting, actually, of the Jalapa and the Steely Tobaccos. Um, Esteli. What did I say? Esteli? Yeah. Esteli. Sorry. Esteli Tobacco. (laughs) You know me. That's all right. Uh, And the filler tobacco is Esteli and Jalapa also. Um, It was made in the, uh, from. oh, the tobacco is from the farms of uh, Eduardo uh, Fernandez. Uh, the cigar was blended by the master blender, Arsenio Ramos. I've never heard of anybody named Arsenio other than Arsenio Hall. <laughs> uh, and, it's, you know, they roll them down at the uh, the Miami factory of Casa Fernandez Cigars, you know, where all the cigars are being hand-rolled by Cuban-American rollers, which wow. actually I think is kind of cool. Yeah, okay, so these are technically American-made then. Yeah. Right. Wow, that's kind of cool. That's uh 
That's neat. They're American-made Cubans. Um, there are only 1,500 boxes of 10 um, ever made, or that were made so far since it's a brand-new cigar. And um, they run just under $13 per stick uh, to about 130 per box. So if you're looking to add it to your collection, that's what you're looking at for price. Okay. But now it's funny. Actually, I am I am starting to get a little bit of the spice through it. Um, yeah, it's, really, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's not overpowering. You know, yeah. I'm I tend to be fairly sensitive to the spice, mm-hmm. especially that pepper spice, and uh, it's there, but it's like way on the back end of the palate. Well, it's a uh, it's Nicaraguan tobacco. It's mm-hmm. going to have a little spice to it, but uh, they did a great job of blending it where it's not. Uh, so far, I mean. It's not, you know, one of those come up smacking the head. So right. Graham just texted me. He's only he's getting ready to leave work in the next half hour, so he's not going to make it tonight. No. So. Oh. But uh, well, I think if he had his dithers, he'd rather be here. He than, probably yeah. 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 You know, I mean, uh, like I said he's have some going. issues going on at work that he had to address that he's not happy about. So, uh, but anyway, so we wish him luck with that. But uh, anyway, so let's see, yep, somebody else sent me a message I'm trying to do this. Uh, wow. Uh, you know, uh, Dustin from last week. He, uh, hey, Dustin. Dustin says he just shared this uh, with uh, 21 cigar groups, and I uh, hope it helps. You know, they pumped out what we're doing. Tonight. Oh, wow. But Thanks, Dustin. That's cool, man. Thanks, Dustin. Yeah, we had a uh, good time talking to him. Well, I enjoyed talking to him last week. Yeah. Because, you know, we talked to him yeah. last week. Well, Didn't he, really. <laughs> yeah. So he sent me a picture of what he's doing right now. He's uh, smoking a uh, southern tier old man. And he's smoking a Liga Pravada. Mm. So it's, it's a winning combination right there. So He definitely smokes on the upper no, hey, the upper end him, of yeah. cigars. Yeah, no, it was just funny because he was, I know he mentioned uh, the Bombay uh, mm-hmm. the last time. You know, that's that's up there in prices. I mean, it's not exorbitant, but. Well, I love Bombay, Jim. I, I have yet to have one in oh, that. Oh, yeah. You know. We had a, a little function for my wife uh, down on the Spirit of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and uh, we brought cigars down with us. And, right. Uh, and oddly enough, a bunch of other people brought cigars down. And, nice. uh, and the one vice president from the company she works with, um, he was up on deck, and he's walking around without a cigar. And I don't know the man from Adam, but uh, my wife pointed him out and said, oh, that's so-and-so. And mm-hmm. So I walked up to him, and I said, uh, you know, hey, you know, introduce myself. I said, do you have a cigar? He goes, no, I don't. I said, would you like one? He goes, do you have any extra? And I, it's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, he doesn't know me, but of course I've got extra, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I opened up my suit jacket and pulled out like four. I said, pick one. And he's like, you came prepared. I said, <laughs> I'm always prepared, you know. Right, right. I'm a, uh, a cigar Cub Scout, you know, or yeah, Boy Scout. Exactly. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, so it was cool. That is just pretty but, neat. Uh, uh, so yeah, he enjoyed that cigar, and mm. you know. But uh, where was I going with that? There was a. Place. I don't. We're talking about Bombay. Oh, Bombay. So, but on the on the cruise, I was you know I wanted something that wasn't going to be really heavy or whatever, and so I actually. Uh, what fired is she a, doing down here? Yeah, her litter box is in the other room. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't like my that. cat just walked down here. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so uh, I actually was drinking a uh, uh, Bombay and and uh, club. Oh wow! Uh, you know. And my wife had never had it before. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't like gin. I said, it's Bombay gin. It's different. Completely different, she yeah. She tried it. She goes, damn, that's good. I said, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's just, I sipped that thing for everything it was worth. Yeah. You know, and 
But it was good because it was free too. So there you yeah. go. Well, yeah, the company paid for it. I <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's a definitely it's a nice uh, summertime drink, really. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, it's a little floral. It's good, man. But uh, anyway, so um, let's see what time we got here. Okay, we got about another five minutes or so till uh, yeah. till James calls in. So, but um, so let's talk about you know you know you're in the cigar shop a little more frequently than I am right. anymore. What what have you uh, fired up anything new that you find uh, um, noteworthy? I know you smoked it. Uh, I don't know if you guys did it on the air, but the um, the Alec Bradley uh, post embargo. Uh, you know, you're looking at me like, eh? No, I have. Yeah, yeah, you had the Lancero. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's really funny because you and I have talked about it a lot. Just uh, how the different sizes of the cigars how different they can be mm-hmm. and i've experienced it a little bit never to the level that i did with that cigar okay whereas where the um the lancero i really enjoyed the flavor was just it, it was what i typically are looking for in a cigar um i i loved it i went back the next day and bought like three more like yeah. i really enjoyed it but someone had given me one of the Gordos. Okay. And I think I smoked like an inch of it. And I, I was like, I was only, it was funny, I was only smoking one cigar that day. And I was like, I'm not going to waste my one cigar smoke on this today. And I, I put it out. And it, it was, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, for you know, people who don't know, I mean, if you think you don't like a cigar, Try smoking it in another size, especially if it's right. something that, you know, a lot of people tell you, oh, it's a really good cigar, or if you... Yeah, well, again, some people will argue it, um, but yeah, there's a different... It's one of the reasons I don't like a 60 ring gauge. I mm-hmm. don't get the flavor signature. Now, that's not true of all of them. Mm-hmm. There are some that I've had just as much flavor out of a 60 as I have of a Lancero. Right. It's few and far between, but... Few and far between, yeah. But, uh, you know, you really will see the difference in how much flavor you get from the wrapper. Right. You know, and, and yeah. everything else. And, again, some companies, when they blend the bigger cigars, will put more effort into trying to keep that flavor. So mm-hmm. they, they'll do a different little blending, whatever. Right, right. So, but, uh, in general, there's a huge difference between a, yeah. a Lancero a Corona versus a Robusto versus a 60 versus a 70 right, or whatever yeah, else yeah. is out there, those monster ones. But, uh you know, it's just a, again, you know, even this at a seven inch for me is, um, is a lot of cigar. It is. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, you know, I, I don't smoke cigars really fast. You know, right. This, this, this I don't will either. last me all show. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, this is a two hour cigar far. for it me. It is yeah. for me too. You know, Nico was here. It was a 15 right. minute <laughs> You know, God bless him with that. But, uh, you know, it's, um, but you know, oh, I, I I, the 60 ring gauge, man, I just, I'm bored with it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's good full flavor, I get halfway through it, I'm bored. I'm done. I'm like, okay, I can't. Do I it. had uh, my jaw hurts. And yeah, the show we did at uh, uh, shoot up at Goose's, mm-hmm. one of the cigars that they were giving out um, at one of the tables was, I think it was like a, uh, I don't even know, man. It was like a seven by. 
seventy or something. I don't know. It was something big. Yeah. But it was. I think it was about six and maybe six and a half by sixty six or something around that size. It wasn't uh, the one from Paul Bush, the Farmer's Blend. No, was it? But it was that size. It was the same size as the the Farmer's Blend. And it was funny. I, I lit it up. I was like, I've never smoked a cigar this size before. So I'm going to try it. I didn't pay for it. I'll try it. Was really good cigar. Mm-hmm. Got about three inches into it. I was like, that's enough. Like, <laughs> I was just like, I, this, I, will have to, I would have to be sitting somewhere for like two hours or yeah. more to smoke that cigar. Yeah. You know, it was just like, I've had it. And there's plenty of guys who love it, and I'm not slamming them. Again, yeah. there's no such thing as a bad cigar or right. a bad Oh, yeah, size. definitely. It's preference. You yeah. Know, you know, I mean, just because I like or don't like something doesn't make it greater or horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's my It really is preference. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of people who don't get that. And you're like, oh, you smoke that crap? Hey, just because you like it or don't like it doesn't right. mean, you know, it's like, dude, man, that's why there's, you know, 75 flavors or more of ice cream. Right, you know? right. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, you walk into one of these humidors nowadays and, you know, on, in a good shop. Oh, man. you got more choices than you got days of the year. Yeah, you, you know? just stand so, there. You're like, okay. You know, I mean, it, it's really interesting how many cigars are out there. You could almost, I think you could do it. I bet you could smoke a different cigar every day for a year. You probably could smoke. Two cigars every day. Well, I'm just saying, at least one. At least one, well, by far. Yeah, oh I mean, yeah, 365. I mean, if you're will, yeah, like yeah, there's got to be 365 different facings. Yeah, not vitolas, not the size. Right, I'm right, saying. right. Actually, different. I mean, oh know, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, the be. trick is finding a store that carries that many. Right, you would have to, yeah, you know, I mean, get around to oh, different yeah. stores. Yeah. Now, will speaking of which, have you had a chance to? I know you like the uh, the leaf by Oscar. Mm-hmm. Have you had opportunity to have the um, any of the Lanceros? Um, yes, Jim gave me one. Uh, I was uh, when I was working for that loser company. I won't mention um, <laughs> the one whose hat I'm wearing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a good hat. That's yeah, it's a great I like hat. That. I love it. You know, but I, I just can't represent anything about that asshole. Um, gotcha. So, and I can say that because I'm not mentioning who that is. Exactly. So, uh, email me, and I will tell you. Vince at over a cigar. Anyway, um, the uh, <laughs> or so, just look back through his yeah. uh, so, Instagram. And, anyway, uh, actually, we have a caller. And, oh, hey, uh, this is um, I believe this is uh, Mr. Kawuchi. Yes, it is. How hey, are how are you? Hello, Jim? hello. I'm so, great. We are uh, sitting here, and uh, first time we've had this, obviously, because it's a brand new release, and uh, I'm sitting here with Coach. And uh, it's the first time he's actually had a, a Sindicata cigar ever. Um, and uh, we have to tell you, first of all, we're giving you a 10 out of 10 just on the draw, the burn, the appearance. Uh, it's phenomenal. Then yeah. the flavor is another home run. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, but all the credit goes to Arsenio Ramos of Acasa Fernandez. He's the guy who blended it. Uh, gave me this cigar, a couple of cigars to smoke, and I thought it was a great cigar, and that's the one we picked. Mm. Yeah. So Arsenio and Eduardo Fernandez with his great tobaccos. It's all all the tobaccos are from the farms of Eduardo Fernandez. Uh, so this, yeah, they, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was just say that he just has great tobacco, which makes a great cigar. So yeah. this uh, this particular blend was essentially a cigar that he was already blending, or was it kind of what you were? 
did you ask him to blend something and you were looking for something? No, no, no. I, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, it's a combination of, I don't, you, obviously, you've never smoked Sindicato Natural or Maduro. No, I so haven't. Okay. So the Sindicato Natural, well, I'll have to send you something. The Sindicato Natural, okay, is uh, a great blend. But when I decided to come out with the Maduro, okay, uh, when they gave me, we blended up the Maduro with the same blend that was on the natural, it was so much tamer Mm. than the natural. And that's when Arsenio explained to me that the San Andres Maron from Alejandro and Alberto Torrent has a tendency, even though it's a dark, dark wrapper, and you would think it's stronger, has a tendency right. to blend it down and make the blend lighter than mm-hmm. what it should be. So I asked him, let me try this blend after we, we made the, the Maduro taste like the natural by increasing the Lajero. I said, let me have, make me up some cigars with the Maduro blend, but with the Corojo wrapper, oh, okay. the Corojo wrapper shade grown that's on the cigar you're smoking. Right. So when they put that wrapper into the blend of my Maduro, it gave this great cigar. And I said, oh, Mm. this is what we have to do for the Miami edition. So they shipped all that tobacco to Miami, and we crafted the cigar in Miami. We made 1,500 boxes of 10 cigars each. So there's Mm. only 15,000 cigars out there. Wow. Well, then we're nice. very honored to have two of them. Oh, definitely, man. <laughs> this is a, you yeah. know, you had sent us uh, some of the naturals uh, a year or so ago, I guess it was. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, we had had a, a different crew on the show at the time. And uh, just as we had gotten those cigars, uh, we kind of disbanded for a couple months. So um, those cigars became personal inventory, uh, those four cigars. And I'll tell you what, I smoked those four cigars very slowly. They were <laughs> incredible cigars, and uh, wow. and uh, I'm glad to find out through your website that uh, one of our local shops who we're good friends with, we're going to be doing a show live from there soon, uh, Goose's Tobacco in Limerick, uh, carries oh, your cigars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 John's a gr- so, great friend of ours, and uh, you know mm-hmm. I'm anxious to get over there and uh, pick up uh, some of the Maduros and stuff. Oh, yeah. I've only known John over 30 years, so. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, that's all? Well, if you come up, I'll introduce you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll go out and have a cup of yeah. coffee. Yeah, so, John, so John's a dear friend. Yeah. Now I was gonna say, what I'll do is I'll send you some natural and some Maduros. Okay, oh, that's awesome. appreciate that. And then yeah, maybe we, have... we can get on the show again and talk about those. But oh, uh, I'd getting love back that. to the Miami, getting back to the Miami, uh, it's a special cigar, uh, it's a special shape, uh, and we really think it's gonna hit a home run because we we actually priced it way below where it should be in the mm. market, but we just we just wanted to put a little buzz around the cigar and let people know about Syndicato because we are a new company. Yeah, gotcha. it's 2013, so it's... Uh, wow, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, again, the, the previous ones I smoked were Im- impeccable, and this is, is right there with it. And I always use um, Padron as my uh, example of uh, ideal draws, and I have to tell you, this is every bit, if not better, than a, a Padron draw. So it's just. Uh, well, I, I, I appreciate being put in the category of a Padron because Jorge Padron, his father, his brother Orlando, they're some of the nicest people in the in- industry, and to me, they make great cigars. 
and I, I'd like to be, you know, someday have our cigars, you know, talked about in the same breath as a Padron. Oh, I, I see that happening. Yeah, I, I, you I know, think you're well on your way to that. Uh, yeah, you're, like I said, uh, you know, uh, James, is these cigars are, are you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to kiss your tuckus because you're on air with us and, you know, the cigars. We don't we, do We've had people give us cigars that we've reviewed and, and told them, yeah, it's not really my flavor palette. It's not, you know, uh, we don't believe there's such a thing as a bad cigar. There's ones you like and there's ones you don't like. Um, but... Sure. Uh, this is definitely one that I will definitely add into my rotation, and oh, especially yeah. now that I know John carries them, um, I'm definitely going to make sure my humidor has a bunch of these in there. So, um, but uh, what? So, prior to Syndicato, what? Uh, I guess what's your background, John? Uh, James, I, I guess I, re- I guess I ran Alpha this for 25 years. Oh, never heard of them. Yeah, small company. Okay. Wait, you ran who? Yeah. Altates. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I started. I started in 1974. I actually spent spent 34 years with the company before I retired. Okay, well, yeah. I, I like what so, you're doing with your retirement. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Well, what I did, you know what? It, you know, I I was in charge of the premium cigar division of Alphadis for uh, 14 years. Uh, and I, before that, that's how I know John real well, because, you know, John mm-hmm. was in the mass market business with mm-hmm. uh, John Middleton. And Altidus, we had Dutch Masters, Philly, uh, El Productos, uh, Backwoods. That was my real job for from 1974 to 1998 when somebody added on the responsibility of premium. And <laughs> like most people do, I fell in love with premium cigars. Mm-hmm. And one. It came time to retire because I'm, I'm almost, I'll be 70 soon. When it oh, came time to retire, I decided, you know what, I'm too young to retire. That was three years ago when I was only 66. But I said I was <laughs> too, to re, too young to retire, and I love this business. I love meeting, you know, people and the, the consumers in the retail stores. The tobacconist, you know, it's it's a different industry from the mass market business, as mm-hmm. you well know. And yeah. it gets in your blood, and you can't get... Like I said, I've been in this business uh, it'd be 42 years in April, so yeah, it's hard to get yeah. it out of business. Yeah, it, it's I can understand that. I mean, that's I mean, uh, it's a passion. It really is. Once you get into the premium cigar world, it is just um, you know. Again, we're good friends with a, a lot of the the names out there that we had mm-hmm. the, the the great fortune to have him on the show and even hanging out with him outside of the show or whatever, you know, from everything from Ricky Rodriguez to Michael Giannini to Charlie Tarano to, you know, and they're all, it's, it's, it's incredible how genuine these people are that uh, you almost want to think um, that they're going to be like lofty or whatever, but, you know, it's yeah, just, a, it's all. a big brotherhood. We're a family because, you know, there's women involved too. So it's a big family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it know, is. Yeah, and it, it, it's incredible. The, the, you know, everything from like Kaizad uh, with Gurkha. You know, he is he's done wonders for us, and and you know, just they, they treated us like gold too. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's, it's a, a you know, it's an incredible thing. So, um, so James, let me talk to you about some of the other uh, brands here I see on the site: uh, Affinity, Hex, and Casabella. I'm not okay. familiar well, with them. Been, okay, well, well uh, you know. You, Remember, you were just talking about how diff- different cigars were your palate and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I When I was running Altidus, I mean, my two biggest brands, 
and the two biggest sellers in the brands were both Monte Cristo and Romeo and the Connecticut, the beautiful Connecticut Ecuador wrappers. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but personally, I couldn't smoke a Connecticut Ecuador Connecticut wrapper. It just wasn't my palate. Mm-hmm. But they were our best sellers. So when when I started Syndicato with a bunch of my friends in the industry, when we started this small little company, the first cigar I handed them was Affinity, and they said, "What's this?" This is not a boutique-ish type of cigar. Well, I said, well, first of all, something has to pay the rent. And we need to come <laughs> out with something. I said, we need to come out with something that competes with the 70% of the cigars in the in the, in the United States that are Connecticut-wrapped cigars. So actually, Affinity, even though it's a mild to medium cigar with a lot of flavor, it is our biggest seller as far as the high-grade premium end. Oh. And that's that's what that is. That's a great Connecticut wrap cigar. I mean, Ecuador Connecticut wrap cigar that uh, I patterned after Monte Cristo White, which was my favorite Connecticut wrap cigar that I made at that's a uh, Alton's. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then uh, Hex is just something uh, we came up with. It's a it's interesting cigar. It has a Ecuador Cubano wrapper, and the rest of filler and the binder are all Nicaraguan. Uh, and uh, the Casa Bella is a bundle cigar. So uh, if a, if anybody wants to smoke a nice cigar that sells in the two two and a half dollar range, try mm. a Casa Bella. Okay. And that's, okay. But that's, so that's our that's our that's our portfolio right now. Is that a long filler? The Casa Bella, no, it's short fill. Okay. It's short fill. It's a uh, you know it's a. Uh, a Cuban sandwich, as they call it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's, that, that's that looks a lot better than something. Yeah. It looks a lot better than a quorum. Let's put it that way. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah looking... I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. We're actually improving it, and by, uh, I would ask anybody to start smoking it in March. It's going to even be better. It's going to even have mm. more long. You know, have a few more long, uh, filler wraps. Uh, wrap, uh, long filler release in it. Okay, so we're improving it, and uh, I think it's going to be a much better cigar. We changed the blend a little. It's a great cigar now for the money, and we're not going to raise the price, and we're going to just keep it as a a great bundle cigar for somebody who wants a Connecticut wrap cigar or a Maduro cigar. The Maduro we have uh, is really a great cigar, too, in the Casa Bella line. Okay. So, Jim, I I have a question, um, more uh, industry question. So following uh, IPCPR, I noticed that there was almost an overabundance of new Connecticut wrapped cigars. And I haven't had the opportunity to ask anyone in the industry, um, what, 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 what do you attribute that? Uh, it seems like a boom in the Connecticut cigars, too. Okay. I, I, well, I thought I gave you the hint what the answer was. Remember. Right. <laughs> The three big guys out there with cigars are the Davidoff Connect. Well, number one is Monte Cristo and Romeo. Actually, Romeo is number one. Okay. Then comes uh, Macanudo by General. Mm. Okay, and then you've got uh, you know the Davidoff cigars that are mostly with Connecticut wrapper or Ecuador Connecticut, and and uh, Rocky has a great uh, Connecticut wrapped cigar. And okay. I think the Padrones of the world and the uh, uh, the Pepines of the world. Uh, you know, have figured, hey, wait a minute, this this is the biggest mm. segment of the market, and yeah. all of us have been fighting for that smaller segment of the market. Okay. 
So I, I think they just made a good business move in trying to get huh. into that Connecticut right. uh, business. Yeah, that makes That's sense. That's, no, it's it's and it's been um, it's been interesting to me actually. Um, I, I've changed my mind about Connecticut uh, wrapped cigars. I, I was kind of like, ah, you know, I don't really like them, but I think with what a lot of companies have been doing uh, this past year uh, with their new releases in Connecticut, like I've really come around to. I'm still you know, real, being I'm able still to real smoke picky them. with them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I. I would say it's always been my morning cigar. If I'm going to have a cigar mm-hmm. early in the morning, I don't mind a Connecticut. But when it gets towards 2, 3 o'clock, I really want to start something, start smoking something a little stronger and something with a lot right. of flavor. Right. Yeah. yeah, James. Okay, my next question, we ask everyone, all the manufacturers this because we're big Lancero fans. Do you make any of your cigars mm-hmm. in Lancero? No, but that's one of the cigars we're thinking about doing a little limited edition. We are coming out with a new line. I really don't want to talk too much about it. Okay. Okay. In, uh, <laughs> April, April or May. Uh, okay. And it will, it will probably have a Lancero in it. Okay. Well, I like you know. My favorite cigar, besides a big cigar, I like Coronas. And mm-hmm. I like, I don't know if you remember, you remember the name Lonsdale's. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I'm a big Lonsdale fan. Yep. Okay, so a 44 ring gauge yep. uh, cigar, 46 ring gauge cigar, mostly 44, nice round cigar, which are like six and a quarter inches long. That's yeah. a great cigar. Yeah, yeah, it's actually the the size of the Padrones I usually buy, the standard Padron I usually buy, yeah. the Lonsdale. Yeah, Lonsdale yeah. It's a nice, inexpensive, great tasting cigar, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, Lonsdale's a great size. So, yeah, we're big, yeah. big Lancero fans. So, we, uh, when we can get Lanceros, that's, we really try to, Aim that way. Like one of my top five favorite cigars is the Pepin Blue Label Lancero. Yeah, I've had it. It's very good. I mean, yeah. there are some great Lanceros out there, but yeah. you know, unfortunately, what happened is the th- the big shapes, the big selling shapes, are basically your Toro, your Robusto, and your Churchill. Right. And everyone has the tendency, you know, you tr- you're trying to fight for shelf space in a store. Yeah. And you really go, you know, a lot of people only coming out with four and five shapes, and they, they just leave out Lancero. Yeah. Is it is it possible, Jim, or do you think, and this is a, another thing that's been kind of kicking around in my head, do you think that the industry could have more of an impact on the uh, public demand for the different Vitolas? So, mm-hmm. like you say, you know, people right now are looking for, I guess, probably just what they know more of with the Toros and the um, Robustos and Churchills. But do you think that um, the the industry, the producers, could have any impact on maybe changing the amount specifically in, in the American market? Well, I, I think they, I mean, obviously there's, they've done a little of that with the 70s and 80s, and I've heard I've okay. seen a 90s when I was down in Nicaragua. So, yes. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> It's you like know, smoking my uh, microphone. That's ridiculous. No, no, no. Yeah, that's right. What I'm saying is, so, you know, it's a trendy kind of industry, and people, you know, do trendy things. And I think, uh, be, again, it, I think a lot of it has to do with the shelf life. And, you know, even I could tell you, I came out with a Romeo uh, Lancero uh, probably eight years ago, and it just didn't hmm. sell because there wasn't a, the consumers just, 
probably saw so many Romeos out there in the sizes they like, never just picked up the right. Lancero. So I think that's why, you know, it's it's been kind of like uh, a very limited shape. I mean, same with Coronas. I mean, I mm-hmm. I love a Corona. I think that's the best yep. cigar to, to smoke when you want to see what a, a brand really tastes like. But yeah. many people don't introduce a, a Corona. Yeah. So, Well, you know what? I promised Jim when I talked to him earlier that he's uh, interrupted. He's had, oh, yeah, had yeah, a yeah, party yeah. with friends. And, uh, you know, Jim, we could talk to you for a lot longer, but like I said, I promised you I wouldn't yeah. keep you away from your wife and your friends, and especially here at the holidays. You know, I invite you, to, if, you know, you want to send us uh, some Maduros, there's four of us on the crew. We'll schedule a, okay. a time when, when you can call in and spend more time with us, and we can talk more in depth. And, uh, I mean, we'd love to talk to you more, but I don't yeah. want to, you <laughs> Sorry know, about that. like you said, I don't want to uh, abandon your wife. <laughs> Actually, one of the guys texted me while we were talking here, and he said, bring back some cigars. Okay. <laughs> so, like, cigars. so, no, no, no. I, I, I'll talk a little more if you want. It's not a big problem. But uh, but I, next, now that I know you're four, I'll make sure we send you at least four cigars when we send anything to taste. And uh, for the two people that – I'll send you guys another four of the Miami edition so you all can smoke it together. Oh, oh. man, I really appreciate now, that. Do I have to tell them that I got them, Jim? Can I just say you only sent them a no, joint? I mean, well, I thought they were—they're listening. I, you know, you know. Yeah, I know, right? I They're going to hear it on the I show. I tell my wife uh, a lot of things I get, but uh, you do <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, but, it was uh, a pleasure, guys, and I wish you all uh, the best. Uh, for yeah, the, thank you. For the rest yeah. of the year, and have a great holiday and a and a prosperous new year. Okay. Yeah, yeah same and to you, you, Jeff. And uh, for those who are listening, uh, check out syndicatocigars.com. You want to spell uh, that? And uh, S-I-N-D-I-C-A-T-O Cigars. And they're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, uh, you know, definitely follow them and find out what's going on. And definitely uh, on their website, you can find out uh, where your local retailer is that carries them. Um, and if done, no one close to you carries them, I encourage you to reach out to, to Jim and his crew and have them find a shop in your area and get them in there. Uh, these are incredible cigars. I know definitely going to be part of our rotation. Oh, yeah, now. for sure. So, but uh, Okay, I appreciate it, guys. Oh, thank you, James, and we will talk to you. Have a great holiday, and again, thank, tell your wife thank you for you know sparing you for 15 minutes to come <laughs> chat with us. Okay, thank you. Take care. All right. Bye now. Thanks, we'll see you. Bye-bye. So, again, that was uh, James Colucci, the president and CEO of Syndicato Cigars. Uh, again, we can't encourage you guys enough. I mean, I'm I guess I'm about a quarter of the way into this one, and uh, you're about the same, yep. and a little more spice to it now. Yep, a little bit, not heavy. Yeah, and right after, uh, probably still in the first, in the first stint, just started to get that spice coming yeah, through, and, and, and it backed off again, which well, I, which I like. I'm getting the spice on the front edge of my tongue, like the tip, and, really, and a little bit on the sides, not so much, you know, like the heavier spice ones you get in the back. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Right, Are you getting in the I'm back. I'm getting yeah. in the back. Okay. Yeah, but uh, no, this is uh, oh, great. That's a good. That's a question. So. I've been having some issues smoking cigars lately, and I haven't been able to, um, the last couple of weeks, I haven't been able to have really more than, like, two in a day because my tongue is getting, and I, you know I'm not a fast smoker, mm-hmm. but, like, my tongue gets so, like, hot right in the middle. And someone mentioned to me once about cutting on an angle, mm-hmm. and that helped. That helped him, um, you know, change that. I don't know. Do you ever have that experience where, like... It uh, depends on the cigar. Okay. I mean, you know, sometimes, yeah, if they're really heavy and it comes in, or if you smoke them too fast, sometimes they kind of <clears throat> bombard your tongue, I think. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's 
you know, I've had it, and um, you know, let's see, I'm uh, uh, Graham's just heading home now, so. Oh. Um, but uh, have a cigar on your way home, Graham. Oh, no, I'm sure he is, but uh, he's not listening. He, oh yeah, he sure might he be. Is. I don't know. He I don't might know. be. Uh, I'm trying to do a lot of things here, talk on this, and I'm sure he's got unlimited data somewhere. But uh, yeah, no, that was great. I, I mean, um, I, you know, the show originally I didn't have it planned for this, and these came in. Like I said, these came in yesterday. Came in the mail. Oh wow! Okay. And uh, um, so all of a sudden, you know, when uh, you guys, when you said you were going to make it, then I wasn't sure who was going to come tonight with scheduling with everybody. It was a difficult time tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, well, two people, and I got these two cigars. So there you go, man. That no one feels left out. It's providence. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's. Uh, I'm glad we got a chance. So I quickly reached out to uh, to James to see if he can call in, and uh, and I'm glad he was able to call in and talk to him. I mean, we always like talking to the manufacturers. And, oh yeah, and, uh, you know, it was uh, it's, you know letting them know that we're appreciative of what they do, you know, and that they're willing to share. Um, and uh, again, we try not to kiss anyone's ass. Uh, headquarters podcast. <laughs> Patch it and yeah. But uh, anyway, so Pirate his show. yeah, we'll we'll catch up with Sam. Uh, he just saw a thing about Sam being on a different radio show. I'm gonna tell him he's a traitor. Watch <laughs> out, <A> jerk. <laughs> okay, quick take a picture. Oh yeah, I took mine already. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm. I'm. It's really cool. I'm actually glad that I got to smoke this because I've kind of been. You asked me, or you know, what I've what I've smoked new, um, and kind of running into a wall. Yeah, you know, I, like uh, I mean, I guess it's uh, an issue, so to speak, um, that you know I run into a lot is I smoke uh, so many cigars, and I like to try so many different ones. Right. That sometimes I find myself getting overloaded, where I, I go into a shop or something, and I. Like I don't know what I want, right? You know, yeah. even the new things. Like eh, I'm not necessarily a big fan of that company or whatever. Yeah. And uh, but um, and I'm not, I'm not a I'm not a big. Uh, this is kind of a lie, but not really. <laughs> I'm not I'm not too big on uh, repeat smokes. In that that is to say, like I'm not the guy that goes and there's one guy at the local shop who uh, all he smokes is Oliva V's. Yeah. I mean that's. Literally, all he smokes. There's another guy. All he smokes is um, the CLE, um, whatever their standard cigar is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm not that guy. So there comes a point where it's just like, all right, I've kind of gone through everything that I that's here in the flavor profile that I know I like, which is actually, I, I think my my palate is actually expanding greatly. Oh um, yeah, I mean, you know, I've known you now what. Six eight months, yeah, something like that. at least. And, a year, yeah. and again, you were quite the newbie smoker, where right. you have uh, progressed dramatically. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad, but you no, I, I think I think it's good. You know, I don't I don't overdo it. You know, I I think I will, this is may might be my fourth cigar this week. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I'm finding myself on purpose smoking less. One, yes. I always smoke less in the winter. Okay. Um, as most guys do, really. I mean, Just because you're not outside. Yeah, and yeah. I don't hang out at the shop so much anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, uh, again, I'm trying to... It, it's good because I'm able to kind of cleanse my palate. Yeah. You know, a little bit. Let my tongue come back and, uh, yeah. you know, so uh, it's, um, you know, it's always... Um, 
you know, you can beat the hell out of yourself when you smoke too many cigars. Yeah, and, you can. Yeah, and that's uh, it's great for some guys. You're talking about these people who smoke one cigar all the time, and right. I guess that's great. Um, you know, for them, that works for them. And I, I personally, like, I'm not a person who generally buys a box of cigars. Right. Neither am I. I I've I, never bought a box of cigars. And uh, it's, you know, it's, um, I, you know, I've, I, can, I have bought boxes, but um, I'm trying not to because right. I don't want to smoke just that cigar. I want right. to, there's so much, you know, um, we're blessed with, you know, like Jeff from Gen F is, He's given us a ton of cigars. I have probably four or five boxes in here. <laughs> Every time he comes to the show, he brings, he a, brings box. a box. Last week he brought two, technically. Yeah. And we smoked like three or four, and he leaves what he brought, and it's just like, thanks. But, you know, I got more Gen Fs in there, and that's not a bad thing. I'm no, not no, complaining. No, 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 no. I'm just saying it's, uh, you know. Um, we'll just have to get them out to other people. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, I share whenever I can. Actually, we just had a guy um, fix our chimney out back, mm-hmm. and he was telling me that... Um, his uh, brother-in-law smokes cigars, and um, so I actually gave him, you know, four Gen S. I said, "Hey, man, give these to your brother-in-law, you know, yeah. and, you know, for the holidays or whatever." And so uh, and he it was, was cool appreciative of it. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a good cigar too mm-hmm. to, to to share. I mean, that's I heard someone say once about a cigar that uh, it's a cigar. What did he say? It's, it's a cigar that he could give to someone, and it's not going to embarrass him. And this is this is a while ago I heard that and I that's actually kinda like my I don't sorry, that was my phone. I thought I turned it off. Sorry. <laughs> um I kinda use that as my standard when I'm when I'm judging a cigar. It's like especially like lower end cigars, like you know, I, I like to smoke some of the uh the lower price point cigars mm-hmm. because not everyone can and I'm actually one of those people. But not everyone can afford, you know, the nine, ten, oh, yeah. fifteen dollars cigars. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I kind of purposed when I first got into cigars and, and working with you and, and the show and everything to to be able to talk intelligently about some of the lower price points. Well, that's why we have it on the show, so we have one person who can talk intelligently. Well, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean. The, Gen F cigars are—they're great. They're great. Yeah, I mean, actually, you know, uh, it's even as Connecticut is one I didn't care for. I wasn't shy about that. Right. Um, But you know, I smoke them now because I have some, uh, and they're starting to grow on me. And I think for me, it was a matter of finding. Okay, I had to find the right pairing for it. So for me, that Connecticut, it's. By no means, and, and Jeff wouldn't be offended by it. It's you and said like it a, to him. Yeah, to it's his face. not. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. well. You know, I've said I've said it to lots of different people about different cigars yeah. I mm-hmm. I don't care for. Um, it's just what I don't care for. It doesn't mean anything. Um, about you know, like okay, I have to have that in the morning with a cup of coffee. I need, and it has to be a stronger cup of coffee to mm-hmm. to give me that flavor that that right. cigar tends to lack. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's me. I mean, you know. Um, you know, it's uh, you know. So again, there is no bad cigar. There's what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. But uh, and and as far as you know, I think James said some of his cigars are ten to twelve dollars. You yeah. know. And like this one I don't is have about any, thirteen. So. Yeah, and this is worth it. Oh yeah. You know, and oh, again, yeah. that's one of the things that we've talked about numerous times on the show is when we tell you it's a good cigar, it's overall, it's mm-hmm. it's good flavor, good construction, good draw, good burn. And it's a good cigar for the price point. 
when you look at like this cigar, you know, we talk about price points, and I think you're right. A lot of people like say, "Oh, well, this is a twelve dollar cigar," and they go and they smoke it, and they're like, "Ah, the flavor is not that great." And I'm like, you know, it may not the flavor may not be that great, but then you look at the cigar, and I mean, the, one the, the figurata for me historically, as short as my history is, has not been an easy. Um, Vitola to smoke just because the draw because of the tapers the draw that if you don't light it well right at the beginning you know sometimes they can be too tightly packed sometimes you know yeah. so, like with any cigar but this I mean I the the burn has been has been sharp mm-hmm. it's been going you know the draw like you said yeah. is as good of a draw as you're going to get on the cigar Sorry, you know it's um yeah now I just snipped the end of mine because. Um, because of talking and everything else, the end yeah, of mine started getting a little wet. Anyway. Uh, not generally, <laughs> not generally, but uh, this one started getting a little wet. And uh, again, I've said it before, and I'll say it again: if you're smoking a cigar and your end of your cigar gets too wet, mm-hmm. it will start getting bitter because the nicotine and stuff starts to adhere to that. And um, so what happens is the nicotine is not only going to make it bitter, but it's also going to start to get you a little buzz on because you're mm-hmm. going to take it in through your saliva glands right. there. And, stuff. and it so, closes up. The draw closes up, too. Yeah. So I just snipped it before I got to that. I, I want to make sure I didn't ruin mm-hmm. anything with this cigar because it is such a good, good cigar. And I'm, 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 I'm really wishing I was drinking bourbon again. Uh, Ooh. Uh, this yeah. would be, uh, or some dark rum. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm just pairing it with a diet caffeine-free soda. Which is good, but not as good not as... Not as good. And again, I didn't quit drinking forever. I've just taken a hiatus so I get down to my there. fighting weight. Um, <laughs> so, but um, no, this is... Uh, so you're going to have to fight off all the women, you know. Uh, fight off all the problem. guys from the women who are going to yeah. be going after you now. I'm not fighting anybody. All right. right. <laughs> just trying to throw something out there yeah. for you. It's, it's a nice fantasy. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know, it, unlike what happened to me the other week at that convention, uh, you know, that, that's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I got that out of the way. Huh? Didn't I tell you what happened to me at the uh, porn convention I was at? No. Oh, you weren't here you, for that show? I didn't even know you, no. Oh, okay. Well, no, that's okay. You can tell me later. No, I'll tell you. It was, I was at a porn convention uh, over a month ago. Okay. I was there helping run a radio show for uh, another... There's people I know that have an adult radio show okay. that I help with. And um, two booths over from us was this uh, porn star, award-winning, big-name okay. porn star. I'm not going to get into her name. Right, yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, and towards the end of the show on the, the Saturday I was there, you know, I I don't, you know, I'm not starstruck with that or anything else. I'm not really into porn. I was just mm-hmm. hoping, you know. So anyway, she was, you know, it was kind of thinning down the crowd and, and there's a lot of yim yals go to those things, plain and simple, okay? So, you know, I'm just sitting in the back of my booth twiddling my fingers because the, the radio show was over uh-huh. and, uh. So I'm sitting there, and uh, she looked over, and I just made like a gesture. I put my fingers to my head like a gun and pulled the trigger, like, oh, yeah, I just want to kill myself. <laughs> right, right. Know? And she just started laughing. Well, then, I don't know, 15 minutes later, she came over and started the conversation with me. Now, this porn star has a heavy Russian accent. And, and by the way, she's drop-dead gorgeous. Well, but anyway, she's Russian. She's yeah. a porn star. So, well, she actually is from... Whatever. She's not Russian, but she's one of the Slavic oh, countries, right, right, but right, right, sounds right. Russian. But anyway, so we had some conversation and stuff, and she went back to her booth, and then 20 minutes later, she came over again, and we had some conversation, and then, uh, you know, she said to me, you know, she looked me in the eye, and she's like, 
I like you. I like you too. I mean, she dropped that gorgeous. And uh, so then before she left, she came over to me and she goes, uh, where are you staying? And I said, I'm, I live like a little over an hour away. I'm not staying in a hotel. You know, mm-hmm. This is up in North Jersey. And she goes, no, no. What hotel are you staying at? And I said, I'm driving home. I'm, I'm not staying in a hotel. <laughs> she goes, no. You meet me in the Sheraton Bar. I said, I'm going home. She goes, no. You meet me in Sheraton Bar. You know, in my head, I'm like, wow. Like, I could never please her. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, sure. I didn't go. But, right, yeah. but you know, <laughs> right, right, right. When I told Clive and uh, Graham the other week about this. They're like, they're like where did you go? go right? Right? Yeah, those you didn't guys. go. I'm like, you know what? I said, first of all, I'm not a porn star. Okay. There you so, go. I'm not going to. I'm not going to break new ground for her. I'm trying to put it in a polite way here. You know, I'm not going to do anything that's going to be earth-shaking for her, you know? Um, you know, so so I just, I went home. And, you know, for me... Good for you. The aspect of, <laughs> the aspect that here's this attractive woman who's had great-looking guys, but she came over to me and kind of dropped a hint that she was remotely interested. I'll put it that way. Was more flattering and was a... Um, the fantasy was better than reality. So I, I went home with that and just Often went, is. I'm good with that. There you go. You know? To me, that was like a little stroke of my tail feathers. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Because, you know, again, I, I, I've dropped some weight. And, I, you know, I've been, yeah. I have been get told, uh, actually, on a more regular basis, how good I look. I'm like, you need glasses. But okay. <laughs> uh, you know, so well, there you go. But uh, so now I... Uh, it, it was a little thing that stroked my tail feathers. That's the the nice. Russian. That's the you know, every once in a while guys will make jokes about the, the Russian girl. So that's yeah. what that's about. Yeah. But uh, you know, so yeah, I smoked a, a cigar on the way home, just smiling the whole way home, kept me awake. You know? <laughs> and I, I even told the wife about it. She goes, "You could have." She goes, "You know." I said, "Nah, nah." First of all, it was late. I was tired, and again. I, I didn't have any money in my pocket. I couldn't right, even yeah, afford right. to buy the poor girl a drink. Right, right. Yeah, if I didn't have Easy Pass and a full tank of you gas, wouldn't have I wouldn't home. have gotten home. You know? <laughs> oh, man. So what was That's I going to do, you know? Yeah. Tell her to buy me a drink and then disappoint her? I don't need a porn star pointing and laughing. Oh, but, man. <laughs> so anyway. Pointing and laughing. <laughs> so somewhere soon, we're going to have a, a, a friend of mine call into the show. Uh, he's, gonna, he's out in Vegas right now. He's out at... Uh, the uh, Casa Fuente, the uh, mm. uh, you know Fuente store out there in Vegas. Uh, the, uh, it's a great store. I've been there twice. Both times I've been out to Vegas. I made it a point to go there. Uh, I believe it's the Car- uh, Don Carlos uh, Mojito I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Man, that is a great drink. Um, you know, every time I'm out there, I smoke one of the Casa Fuentes. They can only get there. Mm-hmm. Um, good cigar. Not phenomenal, but a really good cigar. And I smoke it for a simple fact. It's the only place you can get them. Yeah. So, you know, while I'm there, I, I what the hell? And you're not necessarily a Fuente, Fuente fan. fan. No. So. So, I, I mean, that's, that's high praise from someone who's not necessarily a Yeah, fan, and it's so. not a cheap cigar. It's it's like mm-hmm. an $18 cigar. Oh, wow. Um, it was good, though. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, again, I, I would go to Vegas just for that. Um, and it you know like, that's why you go. Yeah. No, I was there for IPCPR. And oh, okay. According to Jeff last week, it looks like I'm going to Vegas this year. So. Oh, really? Yeah. And actually, I don't yeah, think I heard that. Yeah, well, I was I was I was I was enjoying his uh, slims. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I honestly wasn't really paying much attention after our callers got off. And, mm-hmm. But like, uh, so uh, actually, Donna and I are planning 
to either go out, either stay longer in Vegas or go out before, and we're going to go to one of those uh, like tactical training places that go oh, and wow. learn to shoot and nice. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're going to kind of we've we've never had a honeymoon yet. We've married twelve years. And Are you guys still? You're not going down to uh, no, no. We decided not to. Okay. Um, you know, as much as that'd be fun and stuff, but you know, tracking down, you know. Th- th- you know, I've just been teaching Donna how to shoot, and she's fallen in love with shooting. And it's, oh, wow, okay. It's kind of fun. It's something else that we do together. So it's another okay. really cool right, thing, right. you know, to go punch holes in paper, you know. Nice. Oh, well. And, uh, hey, so you get some rifle shells. I got a bunch. No, I'll hook you up. All right. <laughs> I, I haven't been ga- I haven't been gathering the brass. The ones I have are still full. Oh, well, I'll nah. get you a bunch of empty ones. Yeah, so. empty ones. But you went the bigger caliber. I have a 5.56. Five, so oh, okay. All right, yeah. It's a little narrow. You went the bigger ones. Yeah, the bigger ones are better. I'll see what I can gather for you. But, uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to going out to Vegas in July. You know, nothing like Vegas in July. Yeah. yeah. Desert and... Into the desert <laughs> in the middle of summer, you know. Sorry, you all. This is radio. You can't see the face I'm yeah. looking at him right now. So, hang on, we got another How call. How you doing? Oh, okay, who's this? This is Drew. Oh, this is the asshole out in Living Vegas. The good right. life. <laughs> yeah, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, someone has to do it. Say hey. Yeah. Uh, so, now, now Drew, when I've been out there, this one the best collection of uh, Fuentes, Diamond Crown, uh, Julius Caesars, and. God, they have more in Nahos than you can shake a stick at. So well, I hope so. It's Fuente's right store. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it's Fuente's store. It better be. So yeah, when I've been out there to Vegas twice, I've been there. We were just talking about it, and I believe the one drink I drank every time out there was the Don Carlos Mojito. Is that what it might be called? Uh-huh. That they have it on there. Oh God, and, I love uh, that drink, man. That is just it goes down so quick. What's 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 special about it, it, them? Like, how do they make it? Like, there's some uh, mixtures actually, in it. He can read the menus I probably in front of him. Right next to me here, the manager here, he'll tell you all about that Don Carlo Mojito. So okay. he's uh, right here. Okay. What's his name? Uh, Mojito or the Don Carlos Caipirinha? The Don Carlos Caipirinha. The Caipirinha? It's a LeBlanc Cachaca and then fresh lime simple syrup Sprite, and then we make a tobacco-infused Grand Marnier here in-house that we float on. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they got, besides a great cigar selection, they have a great drink selection. So it's uh, it's a great place. Been out there twice. We actually, when we had the magazine, we actually uh, did a whole article on Casa Fuente. It's the cover Hmm. of the magazine. We did a whole article. So. uh, No, I've been enjoying today. I smoked uh, Eye of the Shark Don Carlo earlier, uh, getting ready to light up uh, uh, a Nahal Shark right now. It's been a great day here in Vegas. Except, uh, Grab me a Casa Fuente. me a little bad, but you know it was a good Grab time me. overall. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Drew, you got to grab me a Casa Fuente while you're there. I think I can do that. Casa Fuente? Yeah. yeah. You got it. Yeah, so, uh, that's a great cigar. Yeah. yeah. If you're in Vegas, that is the shop to go to. There's no. There's a bunch of shops out in Vegas, but that is the shop to visit is mm. Casa Fuente in the mall. It's a little tricky to find it, but it's well worth the the effort to find it. So, uh, you know, I left I left a breadcrumb people, trail to it. So, <laughs> as soon as you go into the form, and, and hey, they have maps all over the place too, and the people are very friendly here. They'll put you right to the store here, and it's just a wonderful place. Uh, hey, this is a place where you, if you want something to do in Vegas, and the Ladies want to go shopping. You just park yourself here, watch some ball games, have some wonderful drinks, and 
have a cigar now, you collection that's from heaven, so you can't go you, wrong there. You don't want to cut them loose in that mall. Mm, you will be broke. Not. If you cut a woman loose in that mall, you're broke. <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, yeah. I was in good hands with uh, Charming Danielle, and Cole here has a great place here, managing it here, and uh, the selection, the cigar selection is incredible, guys. And you also uh, have – As I said, I'm in a candy store myself. Yeah. The other thing, Coach, you know, here, Coach is a big hat wearer. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a great selection of shirts and Fuente hats that are oh, – wow. like, They have some Opus X hats that are incredible. I don't wear hats. Okay, so I yeah. give all my hats to you. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> they have – I mean that whole store. The, the crew, oh, the cool. crew is incredible. The, the the waitresses are are really friendly and beautiful and sexy. And um, it, like I said, it, the, it, it's just you don't want to leave, you know. And the problem is you hey, spend so I'm much time there. And you, and looking at these cigars, you can bro- go broke too because you want to take them all home. Yep, yep. <laughs> and like I said, the problem is the drinks are so good that you step outside. Like I was there in July when it was 115. Right. You hit that heat outside. It's like boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Wow, Summer but, uh, in Vegas is not a good match, but hey, that's yeah. why I came here in December. <laughs> there you go. It's a smart move. You out there for business, Drew? Or are you? Uh... Yeah, I came here for business, so uh, I came here for a couple days, do a little business, and uh, actually, I'm going home on the red eye tonight. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, but here's a place you must come to, guys. Uh, oh yeah. It's, it's just a good place oh. to go to, and. Uh, and basically say, hey, I kind of send some pictures to you guys. So the place is just incredible. So, uh, yeah. as I said, you can't go wrong. This is a must go too. So, yeah. uh, and I think I, Cole, we're gonna. I think these guys are gonna keep in touch with you to get a weather report because, uh, as I said, this is a place that you need to be to. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Say, well, yeah. yeah. Well, any uh, specials you're running right now, Cole, or anything that came up for Christmas or something you'd recommend? Yeah, uh, we always have our house cigar that costs a Wednesday, of course, what we're known for. And yep. we have a sampler pack of all the different sizes of that, which is a little better deal when you get it that way and makes great Christmas presents. Uh, I know you can find them lots of places, but the Toast Across America, always a great, like, stocking stuffer, and it goes to the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. So that's always two great oh, cigars cool. for a great cause. Yep. Yeah, that is a great pack. We get We get those out here, too. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Cynthia Fuente and her foundation is a, a great, great organization. Mm-hmm. Can't say enough about that. What she's doing, uh, and the Fuente family again is a is a is a great family, and they make great products. Um, yeah, it's uh, and again, it shows in Casa Fuente, man. Like I said, I've been there twice, and uh, you know, if I do nothing else in Vegas, I mean, I don't gamble, so I just go to Casa Fuente, and the money that yeah. I would just piss into a machine, I'll gladly <laughs> give it to Casa Fuente, man. Yeah, that's that's that's. Yeah, no, I win there. Yeah, it's been <laughs> kind of cool for me. Just I tell you to, uh, what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going right. to buy this gift set, and it, when I'm in town, we'll sample them on air and tell everybody what they're about. All right. That's a winner. Sounds like a, a plan winner. to me. Yeah, Actually, Drew, we had to have you on the show, too, after the first of the year, and uh, you could tell people how to start doing some financial planning for the year. Yeah. Nice. I'd be glad to. Uh, Sounds like a great. it's been a turbulent year, but I see some positives coming in for the 16, that's for sure. Wow, okay. Nice. All right. Hey, uh, ask uh, uh, the as you say, his name's Cole. Cole. So we might be coming out. Uh, some of us might be coming out in July for IPCPR, uh, and we'll be doing some video interviews and stuff. And and maybe we'll uh, if you can get Cole's contact information for me, maybe we'll see if we can do some kind of a, a little uh, remote radio show from there. If he would be uh, up for that. 
Yeah, uh, it should be no problem at all. I mean, I will be here probably the entire IPCPR because that's Good. one of our busiest weeks, so I'm usually stuck here the entire time, which is okay. It's a lot of yeah. fun. You get to see a lot of people. Um, <laughs> but I will definitely, yeah, I'll uh, give one of my business cards, pass it along, so you'll have my information also. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we'd love to do that. Sit down with you and uh, and you know talk to you about the whole Casa Fuente and uh, and it really is one of the premier cigar destinations in this country. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, of all the shops I've been to, that's probably in my top three. So, <laughs> thank you. We and, appreciate that. And guess what I have in my hand, guys? The box. Be- <laughs> uh, okay. Make sure he pays for it, Cole. Hey. <laughs> Make sure Don't I take, take that credit card. <laughs> no problem there. Hey, guys, so. I'm going to let you go. Okay. But hey, I'll see you guys come to New Year, okay? All right. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank and Cole, you. Thanks, and we'll hey, talk to you soon, Cole. You Bye-bye. All right. So, again, that was Drew, uh, a friend of mine from uh, years ago at the cigar shop. and uh, oh, That's cool. And, uh, and Cole, the manager of Casa Fuente out there in uh, uh, Las Vegas. And that again, was... you got to check that out. It's over where Caesars is. It's part of the there's a okay. mall. I forgot what he told me. It's called mm-hmm. the Plaza or something like that. Uh, it's a very, very rich mall. I mean, you go in there and right. you feel money being pulled out of your pocket. Without <laughs> it. But uh, it's a very top, you know, like a lot of things in Vegas, you know, it's all top class shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was the first place I ever saw an escalator that goes sideways. Like they go around curves. It's really cool, That's man. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, but, you know, you're going to see shit like that in Vegas. You, you know, you're not going to see it anyplace else. Right. You know? Yeah. But, Wow. Uh, yeah, it's it's huh. it's uh yeah, when you go out to Vegas there's just so much, man. It's sad. I've never overlooked. I've never been and mostly because I don't gamble. Yeah. Um so I was and I always think like, Oh, what am I gonna do out there? But you know, having you know, met you guys and hear about your time out there with uh IPCPR and Yeah. You know, it's kinda of, it makes me want it. like well, I have gonna, a reason to go if I go, you know. We're gonna see if we can get uh, a membership to IPCPR for the show. Uh there was some rumors that they did away with media. Mm-hmm. memberships. We'll right, see. I remember that. Uh, if they didn't, we'll see about getting a, a membership and getting tickets, and if everyone can pay their way out, man, well... That will be, be a nice You know, so start saving your nickels, man. You know, instead of buying four cigars, buy three and put that, you know, six extra bucks money to, aside for Vegas. So or, you uh, know, I could just smoke all the cigars that I have at home and stop buying well, cigars. then there's that. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but who wants to do that? If, if I don't buy another cigar, I have enough that I'm good for the next three, four years. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, and uh, you know, one of the things I'm going to start doing, uh, I have to, you know, probably the, um, tomorrow over the weekend, I'm going to start emailing some of our friends like Michael Giannini and stuff, mm-hmm. and say Merry Christmas and stuff, and and start you know dropping hints to them about you know next year about calling into the show and yeah. stuff. So, um, you know, that'll be fun, and then when we see him out there. Um, yeah, it's always a good time. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to get uh, see if we, you know, if we get if we get Ricky on. Yeah, you know, I'd like to have him. I know, I think the last time we had him on, he talked a little bit about the the P loan, but it was uh, pre-release, so he didn't really want to say too much about it. And uh, I actually, I really like that cigar, especially the Corona. Actually, the Corona is the only size I smoked because I'm afraid to smoke a different size and not like it. You know what? But, I've, uh, I've had that in a couple. You had, I know you smoked and the I Churchill and the Robusto. I haven't Robuso. cared for it. I haven't cared for it. Yeah, see, that's, I see, I have, you had the Corona? No. See, that's the only one I've had, and I really enjoy it. So. Yeah. Now, he gave me a cigar last year that was his last one of his samples. It, 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 and it hasn't I remember a, that. It has an American flag wrapped around right, it. Right, yep, I remember uh, that I still one. have it in my humidor. I okay. haven't tried it yet. 
Um, you know, because I gave him a Brazilian basin. Right. And he gave me that, and, you know. Uh, that was at Seafest he gave you yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, so it's almost a year old that I've had it almost right. uh, come April. But, uh, and I don't know if that wound up becoming the peel-on hmm. or if it's something yeah. else that hasn't been released yet. So I'd like to talk to Ricky about that. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to reach out to a lot of our friends and, you know, get back in touch with Jack Tarano and and everybody and <laughs> I'm never interviewing Jack again. That <laughs> guy, but, he's uh, a character. Yeah, and there's some people. I mean, there's some things going on we were talking about before the show with uh, the news with Villiger. Right. You know, that's a big shakeup with Villiger Cigars. You know, Robin yeah. used to be part of the show, and uh, she's been on the show numerous times since then with Villiger, and mm-hmm. we've had Jack on the show, Jack's on the show, and um, unfortunately now, uh, apparently they're all out, all out of work. Yeah. You know, Villiger has let go. To our knowledge, the yeah. majority of the, the North American like staff. Force, the staff, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, pretty much yeah. everybody. So it's uh, going to be interesting. Um, not that I'm a big fan of Villiger, but I right. don't and I really am not now with the way they handled uh, right. uh, terminating everybody. But, uh, you know, that's their business, and they can do what they want. Right. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it's so, uh, especially right before the holidays, man. That's just yeah, cold. Yeah, that's just, just a rough that's play. Really cold. It's really uh, yeah. You know, and... Unfortunately, that's part of what was going on at Graham's job today was people being let go, and uh, you know that's you know luckily it sounds like Graham still has his job, but uh, a bunch of people around him do not now, and right. uh, so that made for a tough day. So uh, yeah. and especially this time of the year, it's really tough. So yeah. let's, let's get a little happier with it for right now. Before so, we get too happy, okay. I do. I got to get this. That off. doesn't sound good. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got to get this off. I want to tell you I'm, what an asshole you are. <laughs> no, nah, I've been thinking. I wanted to. I wanted to say this on one of the shows. So you know, I I go to my our local brick and mortar shop, and you know, I I it's it's not the greatest place. No, it doesn't have any filtration system or anything like that. Well, it has but, one, but not it, a good one. Yeah, it's not a good one. But it, you know, it's. Uh, it's comfortable. I, I, you know, it's a comfortable place. You know, sure. I can sit there, I can do my work, so on and so forth. Generally, like the people, there are two things that have been really in my craw this last week. One is, if you are a cigarette smoker, <laughs> just because everyone at the cigar shop is smoking does not mean they want your cigarette smoke there. There's a lot of cigar shops that will forbid cigar, uh, cigarette smokers. And they should. And even pipes. Some will not allow pipes. Now, pipes is, uh, for me personally, is a little bit different, but I understand it because I, I, I had a little bit of an allergy issue with the you know, uh, fast weather changes we've had in the last week. And you know, I'm having my cigar, and I'm actually doing pretty fine. And there's one guy who always smokes cigarettes in the shop. He comes in, and he lit his cigarette up. And I, I couldn't smoke my cigar. I couldn't breathe. The the irritants from the cigarettes were so annoying. Yeah. And it just it just made me you know think is like you know, just smoking is not smoking. Is I mean you know it's not like a, you know the motor oil's motor oil that old commercial. Yeah. It's not the same. Like just oh, because no. you know, so if if you're in an environment. You know, if you're in a cigar shop, please, I know it sounds mean, rude, at least give the courtesy of, of asking, you know, is it is in my mind if I smoke a cigarette? Because it, it really does change the environment. Sure. Yeah, you know, it changes everything. 
the, well, what, whatever you're smoking, okay, you're talking about in a cigar shop, mm-hmm. which I understand and agree with you, because cigarettes do have a very obnoxious mm-hmm. smell, and people will argue that about cigars, but that's a cigar shop, not a cigarette shop. Exactly. But I encourage people, even if you're at a picnic or out in a park, oh yeah, you know, try to be courteous when you smoke. We've had this discussion yes, before, Coach. Yeah, yep. um, you know, I mean, uh, a month or so ago, like now when it was still really nice out, I went up the road here to uh, our local park, and it was like 8.30 in the morning. And there was not a soul in the park. And, and they had one of the pavilions there. Um, you know, it has picnic benches under it and everything else. And uh, I sat in there, you know, and was having a cigar. Not a soul around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sitting there just keeping myself, having my cigar. And, again, I try not to be rude. And I'm sitting there and, you know, smoke's billowing out from, you know, from my cigar and me. And and uh, all of a sudden, some moms started showing up here and there with their kids because there was a, a little playground off to the side right. there. And I wasn't, I was intentionally away from the playground, right. one, if kids came, but two, just I didn't want someone thinking something wrong, you know, like, right, why yeah. is this guy, you know, by the playground, you know? Right, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I wouldn't make it look like I wasn't a pedophile. Or hmm. um, yeah, I'm a pervert, not a pedophile. There's a difference. Um, but Huge <laughs> difference. Yeah, yeah, pervert is almost legal. Um, but, um, you know, but some of the moms, like the one mom in particular, uh, I think she was actually a grandma, but whatever, started to take her kids for a walk. Mm-hmm. And, and I was right next to the walking path. Right, and she came by, and she gave me this dirty, stinking look. It's like, really, lady? I mean, I'm here. No one was here. I was here before you. I'm right. away from the playground. I'm not sitting over there on a bench by the playground smoking, where mm-hmm. I'd be offending anybody. I'm far away from you as I can be in this park. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, okay, I'm trying to be courteous. Don't give me a hard time. You know, right? Yeah, I get it. You know, if yep. I was over there and they showed up, I would have left. You're, I would have you're right, and, and moved to a different park. Exactly. You know, and it was a day that. It had rained the night before, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like I could go sit in the grass or someplace else. Right, know? yeah. But, uh, no, I encourage people, you know, we got enough bad press and everything else. Yeah. Try to be courteous when you're smoking a cigar if you're not, you know, in a cigar shop or whatever. Right. And, again, you know, if you're a cigarette smoker or whatever, you know, if you go into a cigar shop, yeah. I mean, and I, I've seen cigar shops that have signs up, no cigarette no smoking. Yeah. So, it's, uh, yeah. and, and they don't get it, yeah. you know, well. but... And my other, I was going to say, my other courtesy issue. Now, Vince and I are sitting maybe about three feet away from each other. Close enough, yeah. And we're both smoking cigars. One thing that, another thing I should say, that really gets on my nerves is people who have, are not aware of their smoke in any possible way. I'm sitting next to this guy, and I'm, I'm typing on my computer. Mm-hmm. And he's smoking a pipe, which generally isn't a problem, but he's puffing and puffing and puffing. And, I mean, he's blowing out huge billows of smoke. And in, in the shop, the smoke generally always shifts the same direction. And I'm probably as close to him as I am to you. He has no concept or or either just doesn't care yeah. that... He's blowing smoke across my face. I can't see my computer, so I picked up my notepad and I just held it. I had to hold my notepad by my face so that the smoke would go around it and I Apple. could actually Yeah, and actually still see. And he just continued. Like like yeah. Yeah. you know, there there are certain courtesies you can take. One, blow your smoke up. 
you know, hold your cigar off to the side or hold it, you know, up above you, point yeah. it up. You know, just they're, they're little common courtesies that can that that when people take them, it makes the experience pleasurable. Sure. And when they don't take them, it makes you want to kill people. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to argue that one. So <laughs> I just wanted to get that, get yeah, put well, that no, out there. Like I do it I, when I'm, I, you should be doing it here. I mean, we have our, our ventilation system right, right above us here. And as I'm blowing it out, I'm trying to blow it up, up towards right, exactly. that. So, yeah. um, just because I, I'm smoking doesn't mean I want your smoke or it doesn't bother me for yeah. your smoke to be in my face. Yeah, but it's still yeah. not, I don't need to give you a smoke screen. I'm not trying to hide something from you. And it's just right. crude, you know, rude. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I mean. When I'm sitting, like, I'll sit outside, my wife will come out and sit next to me, and she'll sit inevitably right the direction the smoke's going. <laughs> so I'll sit there, hey, let's switch seats, you know. She's like, oh, right. no, it doesn't bother me. But at least I'm cognitive right, of it. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know, I, you know, I was here before you, but, right. you know, you chose a seat that was downwind. And, right, yeah. But, yeah, no, I always try to make sure that, I don't know, even if we're in the shop, I don't blow it at somebody. It's, right, yeah. You know, I try to still blow it up. Blow so, it up, yeah. You know, one, I don't want to try to look through the fog. To exactly, see it, you know? right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, people in general, I think, uh, and not just cigar smoke, but, I mean, just, life. Just, people right yeah. now, I think, are really, really all about themselves. They don't care. I mean, right. driving nowadays, I think people give less. Oh, my goodness. They don't care about your safety. It's like, i got to get where i want got to go right. as fast as I want to get there and hell with you. Yeah. And it's, you know, we need to slow down as a population and start considering our fellow human being. Yeah. It makes you know? it makes life better for everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know common courtesy, man. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, people aren't teaching manners anymore. Yeah, you know, it's the same as you know. Uh, where was I? Oh, uh, I, I took my daughter and a friend of ours out for lunch today. Mm-hmm. And as I'm walking, it was a Chinese buffet down the road here. And just as I'm walking through, you know, going back to our table, I'm just looking around it and looking at the people at the table with. All sorts of manners that I was taught not to have. Not to do, yeah, yeah right, right. These are the bad manners, you know. Right. Both elbows up on the table, shoveling right. food in, mouth open, talking with mouth with their food. Right, right, like, right. Really, man? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, anyway. You know, so I just so. I needed to get that off because oh, you know I, I don't really talk to people too often about it. I talk to you about this mm-hmm. stuff, but uh, yeah, anyway. So Christmas, man, we're uh, a little over a week away. I. Next yeah. week is Christmas Eve. Next Thursday is Christmas right. Eve. Yep. So, for all intents purposes, we'll say a week. Yeah, so, now you right. have two little ones. They're what, two? They'll, they'll be three next week. Okay. Yeah. So, you're still at the really good point, man, at Christmas where they believe it's, in Santa and, and you, you kind of get that Christmas spirit back. Yeah. It, I mean, it's great. We've, um, you know, like, we do, um, we've been doing our advent calendar. And they they love it, you know. This is real, you know, real simple. You know, we sing Christmas songs, That's and cool, we, yeah. you know, we say a little Christmas prayer, and then, you know, they get their, their they get to go into the advent calendar and yeah. get their little treats out. And they they love it. I mean, they every every night like we didn't do our calendar, like you know, because they have the little kid voices and uh, yeah, that's cool, man. So they're they're all excited about it, you know. Yeah, my my daughter lives with me is nineteen, and I have another daughter at sixteen, mm-hmm. so. They're well past the believing stage. Right, right, right. <laughs> but my 19-year-old and I were talking the other day, and she's like, you know, Dad, Christmas kind of stinks anymore. <laughs> I said, okay, why? She goes, well, she goes, I kind of don't have the spirit anymore. I said, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's, you know, first of all, I'm, I'm disenchanted with the fact that Christmas becomes so commercial. 
You know, yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, it's all about buying stuff. It's really not, but we're not going to get into that whole aspect yeah. of it. But, you know, I told her, I said, you know, I had lost the Christmas spirit until I had my daughters. Right. You know, and then you get yeah. it back when you see the, the whole mystique, or right, that, yeah. for lack of a better term, right. where the excitement with them with Santa and right, the, yeah, the, the, the magical, and, the, the yeah. magic of it all. And uh, it, it brings it back a little bit, you yeah. know. But then once they no longer believe, and it's just like, what can you buy me? Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now it's like, it's, yeah, it might as well just be a birthday, not Christmas, you know. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, you know, I noticed uh, Monday night I went down to Graham's house and had a cigar with him. Mm. And on the way home, for whatever reason, it dawned on me. You know, we're about 10 years difference, right? You're 38, 39? 39, yeah. Okay, I'm 49, so yeah. you got 10 years. So not drastically different, but, you know, I'm going to say 20 years ago, man, at least in our area, mm-hmm. there used to be more houses with decorations outside the right. lights and, and little miniature displays and stuff. Right, yeah, and yeah. as I was driving home, I'm like, there's still a few houses that have some lights, but there's not anywhere near what it used to be. Right. I mean, there are some people you see in the news, man, they get the right, music yeah. going and shit. That's great, you know. But it's just amazing how it looks like, in general, the whole spirit of Christmas, spirit, right. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and the bonus, I guess, of where Christmas is now is, in my opinion, Christmas is non-denominational. Mm-hmm. It really is. There was a discussion about that on uh, on uh, the, the sports station here in Philly recently. They talked about that. They're like, you know, well, yeah, I mean, like, do you, if you're if you're Christian, you know, if you're Protestant, Catholic, you know, if you have no religious, mm-hmm. you know, inklings or whatever, you know, if you're Jewish and you celebrate Hanukkah, like, it's all about the spirit of it. You know of, of what's going on, and and that's, you know, where you take it from. That is is your mm-hmm. personal sure. thing. But I mean, it it really should be that time. I mean, I remember as a kid, you know, like we just talking. We're not that old, but I mean, I remember even when I was in in high school. And, you know, it was always a time at Christmas time where everyone was, you know fairly pleasant like you know it was just kind of everywhere you know you walk into a store everybody's wishing happy holidays and you know now it's like the holidays come and go and people getting trampled in stores yeah i mean it's like really you're that that concept blows me away like yeah okay i'm gonna risk my life or other people's life so i can get a gift so i can act generous it's like wait yeah, a minute right 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 <laughs> what, what's wrong with that equation I'm, you know, I'm not the sharpest tack in a box but somehow right. i'm you know I'm climbing the evolutionary chain right. somehow. I don't know, but uh, well, one thing that's great is, I mean, with with me not having steady work, you know, in, in our family, my kids aren't going to grow up with that expectation of, you know, Christmas. You come downstairs and you see, you know, fifty gifts under the ch- tree. You know, it's like, okay, it's Christmas. You're going to get a gift. You know, you might get a couple. You're going to get a couple of gifts, but. You know, it's it's never going to be like the big thing, or you know, sure. that kind of stuff. You know, we our families, both of our families, you know, we tend to give uh, more essentials. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but uh, you know, this year, like I'm like last year, I made Christmas gifts, and I'm fairly handy and crafty. I, I make a lot of stuff, make instruments and that kind of stuff. Um, so this year, you know, I'm making everybody's gifts again. Cool. Um, which is is a lot of fun for me. It gives me activity to do and, and stay busy um but i i enjoy it so much better now that i'm not 
running out to the stores and try and trying to figure out how am I going to afford to yeah. to buy this this little basically you know essentially this little trinket that you know a couple million other people have you know where whereas you know now like I enjoy it because I'm like okay I have to think about what what's good for this person what can I make for this person well and you and, put time effort right. and love into it yeah um, and they enjoy it like yeah. last year I made um I made for my nieces I have a well, last year I had two nieces and a nephew down in South Carolina. Now I have two nephews down there. But um, so I made them all these little uh, drums out of propane tanks. Yeah. I came up with the idea because I had been making them. And then I saw a picture of them at a park. And they, an artist had made some and put them at the park. And the kids loved them. And so I called my sister-in-law. I was like, hey, would, did the kids enjoy that? She's like, yeah. It's like, I make those. She's like, no way! I was like, so I, I made each one of them one, and you know they have them out on the porch and they play with them, and you cool. know, it's, and it's an instrument, it's a gift that they'll have forever. You know, yeah, they'll, hopefully. They'll, yeah, I mean, it's, if they don't leave them out in the rain. If they don't leave them out in the rain, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, actually, you know, um, since my kids got older, you, you can't really do it with kids your age. Um, mm-hmm. And I've even done it with my wife. Is I don't ask. You know, we haven't been setting the world on fire financially either. <clears throat> right. Um, and, you know, I, I don't ask my family for anything of financial value or cost. Mm-hmm. I've asked them for, I don't know, I'm going to say minimum of five years now. It's been longer than that, actually, but whatever. I said, you know, what would mean more to me than anything you could buy me mm-hmm. is sit down with a piece of paper and a pen or pencil, whatever, mm-hmm. and write me a letter and tell me how you feel about me. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you're going to tell me how you feel, it's going to, you're going to take five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour, whatever, and write out. And I want it handwritten. I don't want it typed on a computer. Right, you yeah. Know, spelling doesn't count. Grammar doesn't count. Right. Yeah, it's tell me. I mean, that that means more to me. Yeah. You, you know, my daughters have done that for me, and every year, man, it brings tears to my eyes. Yeah. You know, and you know, when they sit there, and it, it lets them reflect also on the year and everything else of... right really think about what I hope I do for them or what I yeah. mean to them. And, and I try to do it for them, too, and tell them. And, and you know, it's something hopefully they hold on to. I mean, I, right. have, I hold on to the ones I get. Yeah. And, you know, I, it means more, means more to me than anything you could buy me. Yeah, I think that that's that's great. Like, I was at, it's funny that you said that because I was actually going to ask you um, if there are any traditions that you all – you know that you have with your girls, and, and that sounds like one that you instituted. I've tried more recently. Yeah. Um, I know one for me. It's it's uh, you know if you know, looking at me and from knowing me for the time you know me, you probably wouldn't guess this. But uh, I grew up like with my mom would we would sit and watch the Nutcracker Ballet every year, and uh, you know it actually instilled a love for classical music mm-hmm. and. Um, and actually, you know, the fine arts, ballet, and so forth. Um, and this year, my daughter, you know, is three, is turning three, and and my son, her her twin brother, is also turning three. And I, I just decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to watch the Nutcracker with them. And I think this week we've not watched the entire Nutcracker ballet four times. Wow! This week, and I mean, and they love it. They both, they will sit. And it's it's been neat because I know the story yeah. of the Nutcracker, you know, and I know the music because I grew up with it. And uh, now they know the story, and you know, in between, 
you know, they're when we're not watching TV and they're playing together, they they play out the parts, you know, yeah. my daughter. And it just the, those kind of traditions and, and you know, those fun things, you know, yeah. are... Um, yeah, as a kid, we used to do great. that. We used to, not, not Cracker, though. We used to watch, uh, my dad always loved, this one of the early versions of A Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the guy's, the actor's name, played Scrooge, was uh, something Finn or something like that. It's one of the black and white versions. No, 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 no. It was, uh, <laughs> That's the only one. But um, it was one, and it's still my favorite version of it. Mm-hmm. And we used to sit down every year. We'd sit down as a family it wasn't intentional. It just seemed to happen. Like mm-hmm. again, back then we didn't have cable, you know. So right, it was whatever you know, came on NBC I mean, or that whatever. Was, yeah. Actually, my wife and I had talked about that the other week. How, you know, back before cable, we used to get the TV guide. You right, know? right. And you had to. We'd go through as a kid this time of year and go, "Hey, Rudolph's on on Tuesday at, at right, eight o'clock, yeah. and uh, and Frosty's on Wednesday at eight o'clock, and yeah. and, and you'd schedule your week because you wanted to see all these shows right, every yeah. year." And that was kind of really a special thing. Yeah. But now it's just like, oh, I can see it over and over again. I can Netflix it right, or whatever. Right, you can see it on Netflix. You know, but, uh, you, you know, that was the one thing I used to love was sitting down with my family. And we'd watch, you know, this old version of, of uh, yeah. Christmas Carol. Yep. And uh, so I still have a, a real affection for, especially that one version, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially now that, you know, my dad is remarried and lives in Georgia. And, okay, you yeah. Know, and my, you know, my brother and sister are married and have their own lives. And right. So it's not something we all get together. It's, uh, you know, as what happens with families, we all kind of get disjointed to some degree. And right. So, but, uh, you know, this year, you know, my daughters are, my oldest one will probably be at her boyfriend's all Christmas Day. And my youngest one will be with my ex-wife and my mm-hmm. ex-mother-in-law. And that's fine. And, you know, um, so my wife and I will probably be home. You know, we have a house guest staying with us for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so three of us. I was actually thinking about they're calling for it to be a really nice weather day. Mm-hmm. I'm actually contemplating. I have to run it by the wife of maybe driving down to the Jersey Shore. Oh wow! And I'm yeah, I'm thinking nice. about going down and having a cup of coffee and a cigar on the beach and watch the ocean. On yeah, Christmas it's supposed day, to be right? really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Okay, get some uh, Johnson's uh, popcorn. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be open. Johnson's Johnson's is open. Why well, I don't go to like. One of the boardwalks. Oh, because okay. Because you can't right. smoke there. So I'll go to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, I go like Strathmere. They have a beach oh, section okay. where it's like right. there's nothing. Right. Yeah, you know, and that way you're not getting disturbed. You're not offending gotcha. anybody or whatever. Okay. And, you know, just maybe go down and sit on the beach and, you know, man, there's nothing more relaxing to me than just watching and listening to the waves. Oh, yeah. Having a cigar and a cup of coffee. Yeah. And yep. it's just, you know, you know, man. it's a, uh, so I'm going to see if, you know, if, if my kids are not going to be coming by or whatever. Yeah, you know, that uh, I great. go do that just for something different, you know. And if my daughters want to go with me, hey man, let's pack it up. You know, <laughs> road trip. Yeah, you know, probably. You know, if it's going to be a really night, nice. I think the call for it to be like in the fifties or something like that. Yeah, it's supposed to be really nice. Yeah, again. almost sixty, I yeah. think. So uh, it sounds, you know, it'll be a little colder down there, but you know, yeah. you know, maybe we'll pack turkey sandwiches or something. You know, because uh, I can't, I don't know if anything will be open. So. Probably not not on Christmas Day. No. Nah, more and more you're Good seeing stuff day. open, though. I mean, actually, that Chinese buffet I was talking to you mm-hmm. about that I went to today, they're actually open Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Really? Well, well traditionally, New Year's Day, yeah, Chinese but, restaurants are always open because they, they're that's true. Buddhists, I think, generally, Thanks. Chinese. Um, I, I don't want to speak. I'm not, I know that I'm not. I think Chinese. they're Buddhists. No, yeah, not, it would I think be. they're more Buddhists. Yeah, but, mostly Buddhists, uh, But uh, anyway, so it, yeah, we'll see. I'm, it's contem- you know, contemplating, but... Yeah, you know, the one thing, here's another tradition we had growing up as kids. 
um, you know, back when I believed in Santa 100 years ago, um, we didn't put a Christmas tree up at all. Santa put it up. Ah, yes. We'd go to bed, and it really added. I told my wife this for the first time the other day, actually, um, that we'd get up in the morning, and we'd come down the steps, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, all the lights were on, the tree was up, right. the gifts were all... It, it really had this like magical feel to it, because you, yeah. you know, you you know, you're know, you used to a, a normal, I'll call it dimly lit living room, to all of a sudden... Right, yeah. It's like, wow. Well, I know that's uh, that's funny that you mentioned that, because I, mean, I didn't grow up with that tradition, but that is one of the... That's like the old story of Santa, like in... Um, what's it? How the Grinch stole Christmas is one of the things that yeah. he brings the Christmas tree. You know, Santa brings the Christmas tree with the gifts and everything, you know. And uh, yeah, that's that's cool though. It was really neat. It's, again, you went from zero to hundred miles an hour on Christmas right, morning. Right. You know, yep. you didn't have the tree there for a week or so, and it becomes mundane. You yeah. Know? You know, like I remember, the, you know, Black Friday, seeing people drive home with Christmas trees on the roof. Right. It's like okay, I kind of get it, but to me, it's it's sort of like when you see Christmas trees in the stores now, you know, <laughs> in September. Right, you know, right, like, right, right. Really, man, we didn't even get to Halloween it's yet. Like, you know, it's like, are you even paying attention? You know, to I, I'm guessing Walmart's starting to put bathing suits out this week. You know, because it's generally so. No, they have to hit. They have to hit. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day should be coming. But then bathing suits are right after that, man. Right at yeah, right after I Valentine's mean, Day. It's it's. Uh, I think bathing suits and Easter, they just start selling them right away. Actually, I've already started seeing uh, Valentine's candy in, like, uh, CVS. And, really? Like, uh, it, it's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's not even the new year yet. You doing anything special for your wife for Christmas? Um, I'm not doing anything special. Her birthday is actually on Sunday. Hmm. Uh, so um, I, we're having a dish dinner at her parents' house for her birthday, um, trying try and corral the kids to get them to do something for her. But uh, we are headed down to South Carolina this year. Oh, cool. Because it's our year to go down there. So Okay, nice. That'll be, that'll be nice. I think you need to shoot yourself, shoot a little video of your kids at their age saying, Happy birthday, Merry Christmas to your wife. Sounds like a good idea. You know, I mean, it, it's going to be priceless to hold on to for... Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, a little video, man. Just, <laughs> I was saying happy birthday, yeah. You know, and and you know, put it on memory stick, right? And give it to her on Christmas or whatever. Uh, that'll be pretty neat. You know, and that's that's, a good idea. You write your, um, you should write your wife a letter. Oh yeah, and tell her. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. This she's been. I mean, you know, we we've been through quite a bit in the last couple of years, and I think this this is our first year of uh, of stability in about three years. In our relationship yeah. and our family, so I've actually been thinking about that. You know, I wanted to be, you know, especially be able to express, you know, sentiments and sure that kind of thing. Like I said, you know, I mean, that's um, man, I've I've learned so much about relationships and friendships in the last uh, two years. You know that uh, you know this in this year it's really all kind of like hitting me really well like uh you know, how important my relationships are with my friends and my family and, and that's kind of what i want to get across yeah you know, really to everybody is like, how much i love them and appreciate them and you know, and you know, i think everybody's life do that, is, you know? is very brittle yeah you know yeah. i mean uh the gentleman i help with uh the radio show for the adult mm-hmm. show they do um you know here's a guy walking you know he has 
a couple different little side jobs he does, trying to make ends meet and stuff. You know, they lost their house. He's uh-huh. 50 some years old now, and a great guy. Him and his wife are both excellent. Love him to death. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's walking with stage four leukemia. Oh wow! And he's not taking treatments anymore. And I mean, there's days I talk to him that. You know, he's in severe pain. You know, he's taking Percocet like your candy to try to subdue wow. the pain. And, you know, there's a real good chance he won't see next Christmas, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it. You know, we were talking the other day about, you know, everything. And I said to him, I said, you know, you're facing a really horrible thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, you know, and, and, you know, every day when I see the phone ring with from you, it makes me happy, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh you know, I said, but you know what? In all honesty, I said I could walk out to get in my car, and some guy comes by, and yeah. you know, I said, yeah. or you know, an engine falls off a plane, and yeah. you know, Jeez. we don't know. Yeah, right. you know, I mean, uh, who knew at that uh, San Bernardino place they mm-hmm. went to a Christmas party? Who would have thought that? None of them would have thought someone's coming in with a gun, right? You know, so yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that's why one of the things I, you know, I can't urge people enough is, you know, if you have, pardon me. A significant person in your life, man, woman, or both, uh, and your kids. Never go to bed mad. Yeah. Always end your everything you say to them. End it with "I love you." Yeah. You know, um, my ex-wife, and I won't get into a whole lot with that. Other than um, her, she had a fight with her father one day, and I believe the last word she said to him was "I hate you," and mm. she and she left. The next morning, he passed. Died of a heart attack, oh, massive wow. heart attack. So her last words to him were, and, and you know, at his at her at his funeral, you know, she was really distraught about that. Right. You know, I've always tried to make it a point that you know you don't go to bed mad, and you know you always try to end your you know things with someone that you know, hey man, I love you, you know, yeah. because you let know. that be the last thing you say to someone when you leave their company. Yeah, that's uh, I learned that a few years ago. So it was just a a, a guy was talking about with his wife. Anytime they leave the house, that's the last thing yep. they say. Yep. Yeah, no matter what was going on, and I think that's that's really really sound advice. Yeah, my my wife actually has had uh, yeah. people she works with comment that you know when I call her at work or whatever, say how she's doing, and, you know, or tell her something that just happened for me or whatever. That you know, I always tell her. You know, as I get a phone, it's like, all right, honey, I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, and she says it back. You know, whether she means it or not, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> sure but she. apparently, people at work were like. Man, your relationship with your husband's really something. You guys are always saying you love it, you know. And and she knows because she's heard other people talking on the phone. They're just like, okay, bye, you know, hang up. And uh, I said, no, man, it's important that you know I love you, yeah, you know. And it is very important, you know. So, you know, if God, you know, so decides to make it that that was the last thing I say to you, it's a it's, yeah. a, it's a good way to end things. Yeah, it is. You know. So uh, where and, are we at on? I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, oh, we, dude, we got plenty of time. We got 22 minutes left. Oh man! So, so but, let's. You guys just yeah. you just grammed. Well, so uh, it, no, I, it was starting to burn just through the center a little bit. Okay. Um, I think because they are a newer cigar, mm-hmm. they still have a little bit of humidity in them. Mm-hmm. I've been having a little bit. And you've had a little bit of burn mm-hmm. issues, and and it's not a uh, a rolling problem. It's not canoeing. It's just not at um, all. Yeah. It's a, a moisture thing, I think, at this point, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just means. They hadn't sat in my humidor long enough to right. get where they need to be, but um, yeah, I'm two thirds through it, and yep, you're about, we're the, about same. the same spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the flavor is consistent. The draw is still phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I did get about ten minutes ago. 
maybe 20 minutes ago, I did when we were talking to Drew. I started to feel it. So it's not it's not a weak cigar. I mean, it's, it's no, not it's not going to put you under, but I think it's, it's more a about the higher and a medium. Yeah, and this the size and and the time yeah. of it is uh it's it's definitely a um a sit down enjoy. I mean, this is the perfect environment to mm-hmm. smoke a cigar like this. You know, you you don't want to be smoking this if you know you're sitting around cutting ch- you're not cutting the lawn. You're cigar. not cutting the lawn with you this do, cigar. Shame on you. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even smoke this in, um, like, if I had this at the shop. I would. I wouldn't smoke no. this at the shop because you can't enjoy it. You know, every now and then I like to. And actually, I, I end almost every night. And I go out, go out the garage, and um, I'll sit and, uh, I, you know, I usually listen to a sermon or something to kind of set my mind right before I go to go to sleep. And I just sit. Have my cigar, and it's my meditation time. It, um, and uh, that's usually how I end. And that's when I'd smoke a cigar like this. Mm-hmm. Now, I usually try to take one of my quote unquote better cigars and sit and really be able to enjoy it because there's a there's a meditative process to oh, smoke yeah. it. You know, yeah. like you said yeah. you're, you're looking at the cigar. You really, I mean, this we've been burning this cigar for an hour and a half now. We we lit this before we went live, so we started this before seven. Yeah. So it, and, and it's now twenty of eight, twenty yep. of nine. Sorry. Yep. So it's been an hour and forty minutes. Yep. And we're two, Over, two thirds, probably an hour and forty-five. Forty-five minutes. minutes. Two thirds through. Construction, like like you said, is great. And yep. I mean, it's still, it you know, about this point of a cigar this long, usually about here it starts to get really soft. Um, you know, just because mm-hmm. it's been burning and and it's. I don't think it's really gotten any softer. It hasn't it's, built up a heavy flavor yet. Haven't either. built up a f- heavy flavor at yeah. all. Um, yeah, it's man, you, it's just a really good cigar. Yeah, I definitely, uh, like I said, this is worth every penny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you. Actually, today I went outside to have my little meditative cigar. There's sometimes like I get, uh, I'll use the word flustered for lack of a better. Okay. There's times in my day sometimes that I need to get alone time and kind of center myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so I made myself a cup of coffee and I grabbed a, a decent cigar, not mm-hmm. a great cigar. Right, yeah. And I went out front and sat down and just wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. watch the rain and listen and just, you know, have a, a cigar. And, and My neighbor came over, nice guy and everything. Mm-hmm. Else, but, and I enjoyed my conversation with him, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. Right, so yeah. <laughs> I only smoked half the cigar and I threw it away. I mean, it yeah. wasn't a great cigar, so I wasn't overly right. upset, but... I came in the house, and uh, our house guest goes, you okay? I said, yeah. I said, I was just out there trying to have my, my alone time, and <laughs> I didn't have alone time. Right, and, right. And uh, I said, so it just kind of, you know, didn't put me where I wanted to be. Right, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So, but, I know, yeah. I know exactly what you're... Yeah, so I mean, I can relate exactly what yeah. you're going through. And, like, during the summer, I do that. Like, at right. night, before I go to bed, I'll mm-hmm. take a cigar, and I'll go sit outside, and enjoy the nice night air, and yep. just kind of unwind, you know, think about what the day went, what went... You know what the day was, mm-hmm. and think about what tomorrow is going to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I pray, and you know whatever, and um, you know just kind of center myself as much as I can. Yep. You know, so yeah. uh, you know, but uh, yeah, no, this cigar I can't urge people enough yeah. to yeah. Uh, try this one again. This is the Syndicato Miami edition. It just came out. Um, I'm not sure if your retailer, if they carry Syndicato, if they have it just yet, but uh, do yourself a favor. 
tell them you want to try it. Yeah, um, definitely. Urge them to find it. They only made, what do you say, 15,000? 15, 15,000, yeah. Yeah. And uh, while well, we know they have uh, 14,000... <laughs> <laughs> of them. Yeah. Uh and hopefully, yeah, you know, he you know, if if uh if James is uh remembers, I would love to get four more of them we could smoke on the show yeah. and uh share it with the other guys who aren't here and um, you know, so So be trying to think of, you know, for people who, you know, maybe aren't into the boutiques too much. Um so I'm I'm smoking this and I'm thinking this. It doesn't taste like it, but it gives me the feeling of maybe like a fuente. I don't yeah, know. I could I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just for you know for people who might know the I think really it's got better big brands. flavor than a fuente. Yeah, I would give you that. I would definitely um, say that. I, you know, in some ways, um, I'd almost say it reminds me a lot of. Um, a Pedermo. Hmm. No, no, I've only I've only smoked like the uh I've had a s I'm thinking of Padron. Not Pedermo. Yeah. I will give you that. I always get those two mixed up in my head. Yeah. Partigas, Padron and Pedromo, I know the difference. Yeah. But when people say it, it just gets You know what, actually, now you said that, you know what, I if I smoked this without knowing who it was or whatever, I would almost even Throw it could be a La Gloria Cubana. Mm, yeah, it yeah. kind of got Michael's yeah flavor signature to yeah. it and stuff a little yeah. bit. I can see that um, definitely. You know, or even I, you know, again in the same genre. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Someone like a Jose. I could even say mm-hmm. Jose Blanco. Uh, this could be a stick. I would say yeah. he would have blended. So this is obviously by the names we're throwing out there. It's in very good company. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you, you know, in the boutique range, uh, definitely. Uh, I put this right up there in the top boutiques. Yeah, you know, uh, I would for uh, sure. You know, again, we're big fans of fifteen oh two, which yep. is a phenomenal cigar, and yep. I'm going to reach out to Enrique about okay, yeah. getting him on after yes. the, after uh, the That'll new year. Nice, yeah. uh, and uh, so we'll, uh, but uh, yeah, no, this is a uh, top flight cigar, man. I, oh yeah, I I buy this all day long. I'd buy this, and I mean, another good mark for me with uh, with cigars when I try one is if it makes me want to go see what else they're doing. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to see what else they're doing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna. Like I guess I have to go see Goose anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I go over there, I'm gonna tell him if he gets some of the Miamis in to uh, set a couple aside for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's a a great great cigar. And uh, again, we can't thank uh, James uh, Colucci yeah, man, enough I, for calling in. Man. Yeah. Really, thank you. So yeah, he took time away from his. His wife and some friends. He's at a Christmas party, and uh, yeah, I reached out to him at the the last minute because uh, we, I wasn't sure if the show was going to go off today with everyone. <laughs> well, you know, this time of year is tough with scheduling. You yeah, know, and, it is. Uh, you know, so uh, we're we're actually down to just under fifteen minutes left, man. So, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, one thing I want to say, you know, since this will be the last show for the year, not our last show, um, I, w- I want to wish everyone who's listening a. Uh, a uh, happy holidays, and that be Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or whatever, yeah, or definitely. nothing if you don't celebrate. That's fine so, too. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, we're not going to see you for you know talk to you before New Year. So we hope you uh, have a healthy and happy New Year. Yes, and uh, please stay safe over the New Year. You're listening to us uh, after the New Year, and yeah. uh, hopefully, uh, you know, all the guys here on the crew who aren't here will have a safe and happy holiday. I mean. I know Graham sometimes for Christmas drives to Connecticut, and you're going to okay. be going to Carolina. Yeah, and, and Clive is on the road right now. Right, yeah. you know, with his uh, Magic Act. So, uh, 
you know, hope that uh, they all keep it safe and they all have kids as as you do, and you know, hope all your kids enjoy the holiday. And yeah, same to you, man. I just, you know, you've become a good friend, and you know, oh, over these last years, you know, it's, it it seems like we've known each other it, a lot longer. It really does. Yeah, <laughs> like when you when you asked earlier, I was like, really, it's only been that long. It, it's well, wow. let's see. Uh, well, actually, it's probably closer to a year Is because it, it was right before Sea Fest. You were it was right before Sea Fest. So it was like March of last year, man. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, because you were for my birthday show, so it was in March. Yep. True. So, yeah, my birthday's end yeah. of March. So okay. yeah, so it was like March. So we're approaching getting, getting a, a one year anniversary, year, yeah. and, and the show has been around off and on for three and a, over three and a half years. Yeah, which is <laughs> kind of hard to believe. And again, yeah, we took a little hiatus for a while for various reasons, various and reasons, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and and well, I did it. Do thankly do thanks to a lot of surprisingly a lot of different people that have approached me here and there uh, that have recognized me. Sorry to see they recognize me, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they actually like, hey man, I love the go. show. Where the hell is it? You know, and they wanted it back. So uh, did a little soul searching and uh, took a, a step back and looked at the show and thought about what do we do right, what do we do wrong, and uh, I'm hoping what we're doing now is right. It seems right. Seems, I think so. Seems better than what we've ever done. It's it's anyway. closer to what Graham and I started out with. Right. And then in the excitement of how fast it was growing back then, we kind of <laughs> let it get uh, away from us. Yeah. And uh, so now we're... comfortable. Yeah, we, we've kind of settled in, I think. So, yeah. uh, but, uh, and again, so, you know, I'll speak for Graham, uh, you know, that uh, we appreciate having you on the show and uh, and Clive. You know, Clive was one of the first guys on the show and we brought him back and, uh, you know... <laughs> oh, <well>. God! <laughs> As a heavy draw, I guess. Oh. Trying to try to retro breathe. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Retro inhaler. So, I <laughs> I I play with my cigar a lot. So you know, we're getting down to the end here. Uh, probably the last two and a half inches, two inches, whatever. And uh, so I kind of I was messing around in the, the wrapper, and I I cracked the wrapper. So one thing I do like to do this actually is I went ahead and take took it off. Okay. To see what. Now you're going to taste all the filler. Holy cow. Yeah. (laughs) That, we talk a lot about the flavor and how the the wrapper adds the flavor. And uh, Jim talked about the Maduro wrapper mellowing out the cigar. Sure. This cigar needed to be mellowed out. (laughs) Without that, that's why I coughed. Without that wrapper, oh my goodness. I mean, it's... yeah. That's nuts. It's an ass kicker now, huh? Yeah, <laughs> like without the wrappers. Uh, I, mean, wow. I did not expect that. Uh, I mean, the flavor's still great. Yeah. You know, but I mean... Different flavor now. It's much different, and I mean, yeah. You know, he talked about adding the Lajero in there, and, and that that's, I think, what I just took Walk a up and kick in the ass, yeah. puff of. That was, wow. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Now that I've regulated again. <laughs> But anyway, so well, we're going to wrap this one up. Again, this is the the last show for uh, 2015, and uh, we won't be coming to you live until 2016. Uh, I don't know the exact date right now, but... Uh, we are up on... Uh, oh, we're on SoundCloud we're now. Yeah, up on SoundCloud. So yep. you can... Um, this show will probably be up there tomorrow. A uh, bunch of our older shows from various stages are up there <laughs> as I find them and download them from iTunes and what have you. Um, if you go to iTunes, you'll find Over a Cigar on there with three different logos. Um, really? Yeah. 
the very first one, which was more of a shield. Uh, I don't remember what the second one was, but uh, yeah, there's various iterations. Uh, hmm. You'll even find this a little bit on uh, uh, Bad Habits Radio. There's some on that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we're all over the place. If you look for it hard enough, you'll find us. Um, Speaking of which, are, are, the, are the guys out in, um, where the heck is Gary? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Are they doing something new? They're, that Bad Habits Network that I started is actually taken off. Gary has really I gave, I handed it over to him. And, okay. Uh, he has um, really been, uh, he got a crew there that uh, they're really working it. And they've nice. got a bunch of shows on their network now. And, good, good, and, good. And, uh, you know, uh, he keeps talking to me about handing him the copies of our show to put out there, too. So we might be back on the Bad Habits Network right. now live. Right. Be the podcast. So we'll see. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're we're going to start working a little harder after the first of the year, too. Yeah. And, uh you know, we need to start getting together and planning these shows out a little better. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the show's going to our show's going to increase in quality and uh, and stuff. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I you know, hope uh, I hope it keeps blossoming. I hope so, so too. So I think it will. Yeah. I think it will. Uh, I think I think we uh, are on the right track now. So, but anyway, so again, want to wish a happy, healthy uh, holidays yes. and uh, um, and New Year to everyone who's listening and. Um, you know, and again, I'm not opposed to say Merry Christmas. Uh, I'm all about that, but I do respect that yeah. there are people who have other beliefs. So mm-hmm. I will say Happy Holidays to them too. Right. So, um, and again, uh, hope you all enjoy a good cigar for Christmas and a better oh, yeah. cigar for New Year. There you go. Um, I usually have a uh, my Padron 26 as my New Year cigar. Wow, that's 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 a custom I have as I get a Padron 26 hammer right every year on Christmas Day. I go sit by myself. Now, generally, I have a a, a nice glass of rum with it or a good bourbon right uh this year i'll just have a good cup of coffee so there you go i'm not trying to take in any empty calories and sounds, stuff so sounds good but uh anyway so again can't thank you all enough for listening and uh you know uh, please uh share our podcast with uh friends and other cigar lovers and uh feel free to call into the show and contribute uh, or email us uh, you can email me at vince at over a cigar or you can email coach at coach, coach at over a cigar yep. Um, and, uh, you know, let us know if you have ideas for the show or, uh, someone we should talk to or whatever, um, good, bad or indifferent comments. We'll, we'll take, we'll take them, you know, yeah. uh, don't have to listen to them, but we'll take them. <laughs> so, Request for what you'd like to yeah. see for the upcoming year or year. Yeah. If you know a boutique that we should check out, let us know. Yeah, or by all means. Have them contact us or whatever. So yeah, uh, just cause we're doing a show doesn't mean we know everything about cigars. Yeah, so. We know nothing. Believe me. Uh, and, so. <laughs> no one will argue that, but uh, <laughs> you know. So again, this is just uh, the show. Again, is based on a cigar lounge. It's just uh, what do friends talk about over a cigar? And so you know, today was pretty cigar centric. A little bit about Christmas and the yeah. holidays, but uh, you know, uh, some days we might talk more sports. We might talk cookies. We don't know. Yeah. But uh, we anyway. might tell you why you should not vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> If you can't figure that one out. Yeah. But anyway, so, uh, anyway, so again, finally, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, have a happy, healthy New Year's, and hopefully you'll be listening to us uh, live again after the first of the year. So enjoy and be safe. Be safe. Bye-bye. Big 
news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 and we won't force you to watch video in low depth. Oh, and one more thing. Buy or lease the hottest Samsung Galaxy smartphones and get a free 32-inch LED Samsung TV. Don't wait. Offer ends December 24th. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash free Samsung TV. Speed claim based on Sprint's analysis of average LTE download speeds using Nielsen and MP data. Actual download speeds may vary by location and device capability. Offer coverage not available everywhere or for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, warming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid porting. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 settings to 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. TV after online rebate. Subject to terms.